0: All right. Let them, let them know. You were saying let you haven't know. gone to a wine tasting in years.
1: Yeah. What I what I really mean is a winery, because I would never like well not never, but I'm not exactly inclined to go hang out with people that are gonna throw a wine tasting, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. But wineries are nice because they got they usually have like pizza or something for some reason. Cause they wanna convince you that they're Italian. You know what
0: what you gotta uh, do is you gotta go to like one of the areas like a newly emerging wine scene.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: Because that's, uh, that's what was happening up in Washington, where, where I'm from. Mm. And um, there was this stretch of road that a friend and I used to go down, and uh, we would do, like, wine tastings, but, like, the wine tastings were all free. And mm. instead of, like, requiring you to spit it out at, after you, like, taste it with your mouth, they would just let you drink it because they were like trying to like get people interested in their wine and buying the wine. So they weren't like being snobbish assholes about it or anything.
1: I I mean, I I know that's a thing, but I've never, never in my life. Yeah. I mean like, uh, I e- even,
0: even down in this area like the Temecula wine scene I've never like spit it back out even though they've got like the pitcher for you to spit it into yeah I never do that but up there what I'm saying is like instead of getting like a dirty look they would be like yes keep drinking <laughs> the wine um,
1: no I, I lied I've seen I've seen people use the swill bucket but but it's such a yeah it's a weird rarity it's like creepy yeah yeah, yeah. anyway
0: um, um but yeah, we would uh we would go down this this uh it was like this highway that just had like winery after winery on it. Um yeah. and we would just get shit housed uh, going down this this uh, highway and then at the end of it we would stay at a hotel. Oh yeah. That sounds good.
1: That's that sounds like a good good a good good time. Um It was it was quite the adventure. But but I, yeah, I really want to go to uh, a winery again just to give notes like what I was saying before we started recording. Like, uh, oh yes, it's a very it's a very yeasty wine, it, <laughs> yeah. it, which is totally a thing. Like you'd say yeasty or bready or something, but it's like it's like the folds of a large, large. Well, that, the, that was the actually obese.
0: that was that was part of part of our trip that we started doing later on. Was we would try to see what descriptions we could get away with on the wine. Like, just like, oh, this tastes like old dirt with water. And, and, you know, it's got this really earthy, musty, moldy... (laughs) 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 Just to see what we could get away with with the descriptions and everything. And, you know, the vintners would always be very kind, like, oh, well, that's not something I've heard before, but, you know, it's... (laughs) It's it's got got a flavor like
1: the, the... Uh, a, a pool of lead sitting in uh, the remnants of an old tannery. I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I nope especially the like leather the and arsenic. <laughs> yeah. my, my favorite thing about like French wines is that uh, they always taste like dusty old books. Mm, yeah, like they just taste like fucking not even dirt. Right. They just, they taste like dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, which, is, which is always so funny because it's, um, uh, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a wine connoisseur, uh, but uh, any time that I've had, like, a, a decent-ish French wine, like, you could tell what it was from a mile away. Just because it's like this tastes like uh, 1984 first edition left uh, baking in the sunlight for uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, well, it's that time. Uh...
0: I got to run it all myself. So let's hope I don't fuck this up.
2: and
3: go.
0: that's uh that's amazing that we made it all the way through the intro without you saying anything i'm
1: very proud i was really self-conscious about it yeah
0: um yeah (laughs) hello and welcome to the benzo rehab dungeon episode 93 it is the 27th of may 2022 i'm your host michael deebs i am joined as always by co-host danko suvin from the instagram handle at Dank de Luz, who is holding up what I can only assume is some kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, explicit object because it gets blurred every time you hold it up.
1: <laughs> what it is, my friend, is Morbin Fluid. Ooh. Because <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: you're going to Morb out on
1: us. Cool. I'm, I'm ready to Morb out.
0: Uh, we are today mourning the loss of John, who is not technically dead, but dead to us.
1: Morbing the loss of john hmm. let's, let's yes. keep with the theme
0: right uh the theme of this uh episode being morbius um no he's yes. not he's not dead Any- or anything. anything he uh he he just uh-huh. decided to prioritize his uh paying job over the job that pays him uh uh you know good feelings and um a sense of worth
1: well, I hope me. they gave him 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Judas <laughs> were
0: Christ like figures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who you can oh, find yeah. at uh, uh, at, uh, at Judas, uh, Judas of the Benzo Dungeon.
1: Ooh. Oh, man. Cool. That um, could be an account. That's pretty good. What's that? That's uh, pretty good. That could be an account.
2: Yeah. Judas of
1: the Benzo Dungeon. Judas of the it's Benzo Dungeons. It, it feels very, good to say, very yeah.
0: niche because it's like niches yeah. on top of niches, but.
1: Um, yeah. Cool. I kind of resent that no one's made a fake Denko or a fake Deebs yet, as far as uh, I someone know. Someone
0: did make uh, uh, Eugene Deebs. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I've got an idea who I it was. I guess you're the cool one. I think they told me who it was, but I might have been uh, inebriated when they told me. But Docs them
1: now. Yeah. Who? Who was it?
0: I, I cannot say. Yeah. I, I believe it was our good friend, uh, document1.doc. Oh, uh, uh,
1: yes, we're yeah. on to you, sir. Um, Seems like something they yeah. would do.
0: Anyways, Eugene Debs was based and you should uh, look him up sometime. Not not you, yeah. but the listener should. I'm speaking to the listener now as always. Um cool. So, uh we we watched uh, some movies last weekend. Do you want to talk about them at all? Uh
1: yeah, what which movies did we watch? We watched The Morb. We watched which those, is all I can think new- about
0: both new batman
1: movies oh yeah you know what's funny is i forgot that we watched the new batman um, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: probably nothing to that
1: (laughs) no but here's, here's the funny thing is that is that i forgot it now but that's the movie that kept popping into my head during this week because we're anyone that's around our age now uh we're we're now allowed to be extreme curmudgeons Mm. uh, because because we can now say that this fucking that's this new generation superhero movie brought nirvana back
0: (laughs) oh man yeah that's got to be like one of the most tragic things about it is is that you, you know, uh, th- this was a, a critique that I had also of the, um, the Black Widow movie was they had the, it. uh, yeah, I didn't see it or you, you didn't see it, but I saw it. Um, I, I talked about it on the podcast. Like, you, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, it sounded like a blast.
0: They, they do this, this haunting, uh, uh, cover, you know, where you just put everything in the key of a. Um. Oh yeah. And uh, it was a, a cover of a uh, teenage spirit, um, but sung mm-hmm. as like spooky, you know. Um. So I guess I guess Nirvana is making a comeback because uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe the the millennials are like in a leadership role at like the Disney uh or Hollywood uh. Like movie making, I don't, I don't know what you like producers and stuff like that now, and and so they're like, aha, now we can work in all of our cringe music tastes, <laughs> Just, but like make them bad.
1: The, 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 the new the new Incredible Hulk uh, Stained plays every time that he he bros out. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to remember the single same song. Uh,
0: it's the beginning of that fucking Disturb song. Yeah, but
2: the,
1: the... I don't know. I, I feel like there there's a whole weird ontology, or with, whether or not it's ontology or not discussion to be had around this nirvana resurgence, especially inside of a movie... That didn't need to be made in any way, shape, or form, like most movies, uh, especially most movies now. But yeah, the... I mean, no,
0: no movie technically needs to be made, but some movies really just don't need to be made at no. all.
1: Like Stalker needed to be made so Tarkovsky could die, hmm. but
0: otherwise he would have lived forever. He, he would have. He would have kept on making like six-hour movies
1: that nobody's watched yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah yeah so there's there's something there but I, I feel like it would it's too long of a discussion so hit us up if you want us to do a ontology in batman <laughs> <episode. laughs> we will suffer through it yeah we um, could probably do that i guess um, it's actually
0: somebody's gonna do shout that out to oh, go
1: ahead an infinitely more successful uh uh media media thing see that's why they're more successful than we are uh red lettered media for refusing to uh document the new Batman
2: movie
1: just absolutely respect that about them I don't have that same respect for us though so no no here we are yeah so we watched the new Batman and Morbius.
0: Like I said both new Batman movies. Yeah yeah because they're both Batmen what are your thoughts on Morbius? Because I gave some of my uh, some of my thoughts last time. Very disorganized well, because I was mixing it up with another movie which I, I forgot. Well, okay. Morbius is so bad that it... Uh, wait, what did you mix it up with? Well, I, I didn't like mix it up with I, I was doing two reviews at once and then... Oh, oh, okay. I Yeah. um, It was the North Man. The North Man and Morbius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a beautiful combination. Um God, what is there to say about Morbius? Um I hope that it doesn't sink the uh what I think is still in production, which is a, a blade reboot. Um because I think Blade is fucking fun as shit. Uh, it is fun. I really like Blade. That doesn't the mean... first two movies at least. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need another. Well, if, if Blade. anything deserves a reboot, if any of these like superhero things deserves a reboot, it's it's Blade. Uh, I mean, it it would be weird to have anyone except for Wesley Snipes do it, but it's it's fine. Um,
0: I think they're having Mahershala Ali do it, right?
2: Isn't,
1: is that oh who? yeah, I, I remember at least hearing that as a rumor. That's probably who it would be. Uh, I think that's a good choice. I mean, um, he's he's like way but, too good an actor for it, but. Not a bad choice, yeah. But I mean, only if they make it R, though, right? Like of it needs to be—it needs to be a gory, fun, ridiculous thing. But anyway, so really hoping that the failure of this grim, dark, stupid vampire hero movie doesn't uh, bode too poorly for uh, the one that could be passable. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I mean. <sighs> I don't even know where to start or where to go with it. The thing that I can't stop thinking about in Morbius is that there's, there's a scene around the climax where he's like flying around and like falling through buildings or something. Yeah. Uh, and the lining of his jacket uh, keeps changing color or at least it changes Uh, from purple to red to purple at least once, if not multiple times. And maybe it's just lighting around him, but I don't think that's true because it's a pretty like true color that you're saying. Right. Uh, And that fact just sticks with me (laughs) and haunts me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the, like, frankly, I could I could tell you the plot of the film to the degree of uh, Morb is young, genius, meek friend who also have blood disease. Yeah. They both have blood disease together. Morb, fucking out of nowhere, as far as I know, goes to find bats that have magic powers. Like, there's nothing that leads to that that I'm aware of. Like, no one... It's set, because there aren't any other failed attempts the vampire
0: bats have an anticoagulant that they use to drink blood he's yeah. never described what his blood condition is or like why he needs bats to fix it um yeah
1: i i remember that scene now that you mention it but even then like it's such a it's like if If we wrote a movie uh, where I could not get boners anymore, right? And we decided uh, well neither of us could get boners anymore because wow. you become the villain in this right. because you 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 keep taking the magic boner pills. <laughs> uh, Don't you and- see we were made for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, but uh, but yeah so. And, and one day I walk up to you and I say, hey, Mike, guess what I'm working on? And you say, what you working on, Danko? And I say, I found, I, I've got, I've got, the, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I realized that, uh, that the gas station boner pills give you boners. <laughs> 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 and it, it, it just, it comes out just that randomly. And then suddenly I come, actually, this makes more sense. This makes more sense. I don't know. It like the it, it could all work. It's just too sudden. It just suddenly yeah. it happens, and then suddenly it ha- it just there's no buildup. It's, it's it's fucking bad. Anyway, so he gets bit by a bunch of vampire bats. Uh, I no, think. That, that's not what happens. See, I don't fucking know. He he collects <laughs> only a bunch.
0: The he movie. collects a bunch of vampire yeah. bats, and he starts they using them. No, he he starts using
1: their. Their DNA to like mix it oh, with human yeah. DNA, and that's how he Feels becomes like a Batman, like a brindle fly, yeah, a, gr- a, gr- a grundle fly thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so so he he somehow becomes Batman, and then he does he gift his friend bat powers, or uh, or does his friend
2: steal them?
0: Well, see, he he learns that even though his experiment was successful, it's now given him the Morb powers.
1: Yeah. Which, which, which makes you, him kill a bunch of people, right? Or did he not kill them? No, still, he, I, did, he
0: does kill a bunch of people, because he's he's thirsty for blood. Yeah.
1: Um, so the cops are trying to pin him for something that he did, in fact, do.
0: Right, yeah. So the whole time, he's so, actually He's like, the
1: bad guy the whole time. He, he
0: is technically a bad guy, but then the, the badder guy... <laughs> And the reason that he's badder is because yeah. he sneaks away with the the serum that turns you into a Batman and uh, injects himself with it, even though Morb told him, no, don't do this. It's bad for you. Mm. By the way, the, the character's last name is Morbius. Uh, his name is Michael yeah. Morbius, um, yeah. which just... I mean, you can't follow comic
1: off. book movies for that I, stuff so I much. I sure can, it's, actually. It's stupid. <laughs> it's, it, well, I mean, you can, you can follow the comic. Right, mm. but imagine how many nerds would be sending pipe bombs to yeah. Morbius headquarters. This is not true if they changed to the, the
0: Morbius comic book, which is like, Ooh. dude, nobody wants to be true to the Morbius comic book. That sounds awful.
1: That is the problem, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and the fact that J- Jared Leto is able to be the Joker and Morbius is pretty cool. Right, which, which cool I believe event.
0: is in the same universe, because I think it's both DC... Uh, i don't
1: know i really don't even care to no, find no. out we 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 actually we had this uh we ran into this when we were watching the movie um your girlfriend came in and said oh is this a dc movie and i said no it's marvel uh and she said oh that makes it worse uh i looked it up, I looked
0: it up. oh yeah okay it is marvel yeah. i guess
1: the, it's, the living it's, vampire yeah.
0: dr michael
1: morbius <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a yeah, biochemist like, turned bloodsucker. If oh, if
1: God. if a character has a name that's that asinine they're a Marvel guy. Yeah, that's well, I mean, yeah. no, not not necessarily. No, no, like if their human name is that ridiculous, it's Marvel. I like guess. 9 times out of 10. Uh, 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 yeah. Otherwise it's it's just like I mean lame names, but names that sound like they could be people. Um bruce wayne yeah
0: well generic big uh, white guy
1: <laughs> yeah right Vers- versus uh versus marvel which is always just like i'm cocky McDicks laugh. here to-, to take all the boner pills from your gas stations <laughs> bruce banner uh
0: yeah they're, they're yeah. all alliteration names because uh i don't know i shouldn't say anything bad about the Shoot, I forget mm-hmm. his name too. The Marvel guy, Lee. Oh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee, yeah. Didn't he diddle kids
1: or something?
2: <laughs> I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's even ever been alleged. Who knows? But, uh...
1: <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> XLCOR. <Next laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. I uh, he was Michael Marvius. He was a nerd. Yep.
1: Bad, bad sign. Uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> But uh but anyway so surrounding so out the movie uh there's a, a woman around that for some reason likes him uh Even I think though like,
0: she's he he's been yeah. like
1: this weird gross
0: guy the entire time and then like his character arc is he turns into a weirder grosser guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which worked in The Fly because he was really hot to begin with and also he could walk on walls. Yeah, but like Morbius was never hot. He was like this weird like mm-hmm. Always weird, crippled Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like um Jared Leto is not great to begin with. And then you like emaciate him and make uh, him like he's a pretty boy. I don't feel that yeah. that way about him, but
1: I don't I mean, neither do
0: I, but oh okay. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I just said it because I heard it uh around. I, I, I said I said women think he's a pretty oh, guy. Okay, I didn't catch um,
1: that part. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Jeff Goldblum, everyone agrees is a pretty guy.
0: Yeah, I'd let him, uh, giraffe my park. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I thought it was going to go in a giraffe way. I was confused. No, uh, um, I, I came up with that on the fly. So I kind of had to, uh, on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Uh, go yeah, on. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a woman that likes him for some reason, and I forget everything that she does. Uh, and then at the end, he, he does essentially what Blade does in the first movie, where he designs a, a blood poison uh, because of quiz vampire stuff. So, of yeah. course, that's how you win. Um, and uh, the this is the other thing that really irritated me in the film that's been haunting me, actually, uh, though not as much as that ca- the cape. Excuse me, um, which is that uh, he designs this this compound that's supposed to fuck up the protein that stores iron in blood. Right. Um, and uh, and sure, if, if you develop that thing, cool. But the way that he describes it is that it would then cause them to become overloaded with iron instantly. <clears throat> and it's just like, this just this just stores iron guys yeah. like it stores it away like if you if you made someone keep drinking blood afterwards if they put that much thought into it it would be like okay then you get iron toxicity and then you probably die some like pretty miserable <laughs> slow Look, lame it turned death to
0: rust and now he's <laughs> now he's dealing with sepsis
1: <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it, Instead of what would actually happen, which is uh, some guy dies of, like, some bizarre form of malnutrition, uh, you you instead get... Actually, I don't even remember what it was like when the guy died.
0: But so... Yeah, I don't either. And and there was yeah. something with, like, a swarm of bats, and uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he has... He, yeah, he, he... he controls the bats because he's one of them. Yeah. And that's, like, oh, man, so there's a couple of, like, extreme cringe sort of moments in this where... Uh, you're you're like hearing the thoughts of Michael Morbius out loud. And he's talking about how ever since he injected himself with the bat serum, he's like, and the bats see me as one of them as a brother. <laughs> um, that sucks. <laughs> um, they do no, the typical thing. And, and um, this is probably the last point we need to make on this. Uh, but something that is just like stuck out in my brain that I can't get to go away about the movie is every a guy turns into a a vampire movie has that scene where someone he likes, uh, like gets a little cut or something and they see the blood and they're like, Oh shit, I'm a vampire and I really like blood. And they have to be like, Oh, sorry. I I can't control. He morbs out for a second. He goes into morb mode. And, uh, and then the lady doctor who was cut is like, Oh no, uh, I should take care of this or something like that. And, um, so he does that. So he does the, the Morbin out when when he sees blood on somebody he loves. But then uh, the bad guy, uh, and I don't feel bad spoiling this movie at all. If you really care about Morbius spoilers, <laughs> please stop listening to this podcast and, and do something better with your life. Um, like watch Morbius. <laughs> like watch Morbius and and get over it. Uh, but um, so then uh, the bad uh, Morb, Morb a bad guy. um kills their 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 mentor he was a mentor to both of them um and then morbius comes up on on his mentor as he's dying and like covered in blood but for some reason doesn't have that same instinct to like more out and drink this guy's blood even though it's like morb blood you know <laughs> <Hey. laughs> so
1: i i got
0: it. but then later on when he finds the dead lady or the dying lady he drinks her blood so there's no yeah. like, so it's
1: not like a dead blood thing. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so so a, a wider point about vampire stuff uh, is that it's no it's it's no secret that vampire fiction media uh, is a very thinly veiled sexual metaphor, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. I don't like. It's always get about it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always about some kind of sexual prohibition, right. uh, and yeah. those are the only stories that end up, end up working uh, because it's just like it's it's like like a an archetype, essentially. Where where you know it's yeah that that kind of character only functions when you place them in inside of these hypersexualized situations for some mm-hmm. reason, uh, and and so when you place it into Morbius. It just doesn't fucking work. Like, even the cheesiest vampire shit has to have, you know, that that balance of schlocky, like, busty vampire lady or, like, teens fucking in an alley or something like that to, to, to make it all kind of work together. But there's just zero sexual tension in the movie apart from that one weird scene where... Because they just know, you know, this is the the trope that we're supposed to deal with. Right. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have them get horny over someone pricking their finger uh, <laughs> because we have to, uh, and then otherwise the sexual uh, aspect of it is entirely forgotten, um, and it, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all around it is a phenomenal a, um... movie about um, miscegenation. <laughs> entirely kidding yeah no i, I agree <laughs> um or yeah. that ankle biters movie that we watched oh yeah that was something that was better than morbius that yeah but, genuinely yeah. sticks with me more than morbius does
0: i mean yeah a lot could be said about morbius and none of it would be good it, it is so miserably bad that it, it becomes entertainment for all the wrong reasons it's it's on the same level as something like the room at a certain point where you're like Really, this is what they're doing. This is like a triple A budget movie with, with and and the, the the CGI is just dog shit in it. Um yeah. and it has to rely heavily on CGI because every time he morbs out, he's like moving at the speed of sound or something. Um oh, yeah, there's
1: all the weird effects with the essentially bullet time. Um
0: yeah, because he, he morphs yeah. out and then like a shadow follows him as he goes super fast, and you yeah, know, mm. it's
1: not great. <laughs> Actually, that is so so I have to disagree with you about it being uh, funny. Even <laughs> like, okay, the, okay. fair the, point. The only the only funny thing about it to me was that it was made by like this triple A studio, yada yada yada, and that some asinine amount of money was was dropped into this with Jared Leto at the helm, yet again trying and failing to make this work. That I mean, is funny. Like the fact yeah. that the movie exists is hilarious, but you guys don't have to sift through it. It's fuck. It's not fucking worth it. It's just. It's just boring. <laughs> I
0: mean, this, this is the this is the character
1: that they've based this off of. Which, if you went as schlocky as you have to, and if you made him horny, great, fine. Well, not great, but maybe I don't know. Could be. Morbius,
0: the living vampire. <laughs> yeah, that sucks like, so that's that's
1: supposed to be dumb. Yeah,
0: it, it's gotta yeah. yeah. It's gotta be intentionally dumb.
1: All right, yeah, well, like this this is this is the, the perfect place to find like a Morbius poster would be in one of those weird uh like comic book stores that somehow still exists that yeah. doesn't even sell right. comics, it's all action figures and it's right next to a uh, like an ancient statue of Barbarella.
0: It's all it's all action figures yeah. and Funko Pops.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's where it belongs. Uh and like some rocky horror lips like hanging around it. Uh, but uh yeah, anyway. We yeah. cool. movie. Yeah, uh, 10.
0: 10. Way more time than we needed to on Morbius yeah. I think, but um important man. It's, the the Batman. it's yeah. more detectivey. It's fine. I it's really a don't... movie. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a it's a movie. Um, yeah. Uh, the well, only no. thing I can say about the Batman is uh, the Riddler is right, and they have to like take extra steps to make sure that you don't end up agreeing with the Riddler at the end.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the whole problem with villains in in any kind of uh, media these days. Well, especially in the superhero stuff, is that we we are immunized to like totally black and white evil at this point would uh, you say we I think I mentioned this before
0: good and evil <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but uh, but we're, we're we're no no longer you know you can't just present some kind of guy who's bad because he's crazy or bad because he's bad um, and really make it work and so you have to add some nuance but the only kind of way to add nuance to him is to have him say I want to destroy the, like, current order. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is that the current order that we live in is so miserable and evil. That everyone just
0: kind of agrees with the bad guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is why you (laughs) have to have him do something fucking asinine, like, you know, uh, fire a baby into space. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm going to do all these incredibly based in cool things like kill a bunch of corrupt politicians but then i'm also going to collect all the babies and ship them into space with
1: no return no. like it's um if you think back to i guess yeah actually you can kind of see this transition happening in the nolan bam uh, bam movies yeah where because, the first uh... one you have like Rajah Ghoul and it's just like he's he's got an idea and we can empathize with him to some degree. He wants to clean up Gotham, but he wants to do it by gassing everyone. That's not great. So, you know, he's a bad guy. And then you have who's in the second oh, yeah, the Joker. Jesus. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say that. I was gonna say that like
0: the only caveat to like your villain idea is the Joker, where he doesn't really have any like motive or anything like that. He's just a crazy guy
1: but he's I mean that's that's a uh, yeah that's that's more complicated because he's it becomes an actual balancing act between two characters uh, who are really just kind of one in the end and so I, I feel like that still kind of works um because the problem the problem that they're exploring in that movie I like the Nolan ba- the Batman movies I think I do good. too um, but um, the the thing that they're really exploring in that is that Batman fucking sucks because he He's a try-hard dork that makes villains appear all the time. Uh, and so the Joker's just like, why don't you just fucking relax and just let bad things happen? Because the more you try to stop them from happening, the worse it gets. And so like, he has a real kind of logic behind him too, uh, which I appreciated. And then they bring out Bane, and, which I, I was actually excited about. Um, and they, they bring him out and they make him make so much fucking sense uh, that they eventually need to make him just be like, well, but also I'm going to blow up the city after saving it. it and it's rare. just like, what the fuck is going on? What, 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 what is what's I, happening here? I was here?
2: born in nuclear hellfire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and be, because otherwise, he, he's essentially uh, he's essentially like occupying, right? Yeah, he's just a badass Occupy guy, uh, and and you know everyone gave, gave Nolan up, a whole bunch of pilled, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone gave him a bunch of shit, like Nolan for being a, like a bootlicker cuck uh, over that movie, and and like it, essentially vouching for a security state and stuff. But I don't even necessarily think that it's what happened. I just think that he built like an interesting character, and then he had to make him seem like an asshole because you have to make him seem like an asshole. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, yeah. That that's like the problem with all these villains.
1: Yeah, and it just becomes worse and worse and worse over time. And I think that was the real tipping point, where it's just like, oh, okay, we get it. The bad guys are good now, and because nothing's good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we, we do live in an Ichin hellscape. Um, you and, the uh,
0: something in the way.
3: You know I, mean?
2: <laughs> I was born in the corpse of God molded by it. i didn't <laughs> see the uber bench until i was already a man and by then it was simply blinding
1: yeah
2: i was wondering what would break first <laughs> your state <laughs> or your god
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's good that's good let's like try that. man
0: let's try uh, um cool anyway, let's move first on to uh, speaking of villains um we we have uh, two of them here. Uh, mm. you can choose who is the Joker and who is Bane in this situation, I guess. Oh. Um, so the uh, the United States did this cool thing where normally we don't like explicitly help, uh, uh Israel, and it's like military conquest of the Middle East. Um, but uh, for a while, you know yeah not for a while um just just to like install them and then like all the funding we give them but like the direct support which is funny because a lot of like israeli politicians will bemoan this all the time like america just isn't helping us like militarily and it's like dude like your entire military budget <laughs> is because of everything that we give you all the fucking time
4: we just have nuclear missiles now yeah we had to we had a bunch of weirdo mormon cia that.
0: guys give us nukes and uh you guys never really do anything for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fun fact uh the, the cia did that behind the back of the uh, the u.s government um yeah hell yeah fun fun facts about the cia and how it operates and how it controls the government through just doing
1: stuff uh, real deep state hours kids yeah actual real genuinely deep, no.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> actual real genuine deep state hours um so uh you know um and, and you know I, I understand that this is a uh, article from the jerusalem post which is a massive propaganda outlet for uh, the israeli government um
1: but you know this well, if is they're making themselves look that bad then you know yeah worth reading
0: uh, so uh <laughs> The, the headline of this is U S to refuel Israeli warplanes during a massive drill, simulating strike on Iran. Um, this is not, uh, uh Iran a- attacking Israel. This is Israel attacking Iran. Uh, I keep saying Iran, but I feel bad about that now. Um, <clears throat> uh, the Israeli drill will simulate striking targets far from Israel's border with a lot of planes while simultaneously acquiring new targets. Uh, <laughs> Not cool. Uh, There's really no reason for Israel to attack Iran. Um, I mean, like, there really isn't. uh, Iran doesn't attack Israel. Uh, Israel has several times now assassinated uh, Iranian uh, uh, Revolutionary Guard members, um, as well as the U.S. uh, Soleimani, Uh when Trump was in office. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, this is, a in a signal to Iran, the U S air force will refuel Israel <laughs> air force fighter jets during a massive aerial drill in the coming weeks that will simulate an Israeli strike against Iran. The Israeli drill dubbed chariots of fire will simulate striking targets far from Israel's borders with a large number of planes while simultaneously acquiring new targets on various fronts in real time. It will be the largest military drill in Israel's history. <laughs> you know
1: what
0: this is uh it's preparation for a war with iran
1: well i mean maybe but um i was gonna say that this is uh your your new girlfriend (laughs) uh not even your new girlfriend this this seems a little bit more of have from the point i was making but go on (laughs) yeah no but but this is this is the the girl that you've been dating for years even bringing you to a party just so she can kiss you in front of her ex oh yeah yeah you're talking about like with biden or yeah well i i mean it's like the only reason this drill is happening is so that iran can see it Mm. right right yeah so
0: uh no yeah to your point yes and um uh We'll we'll go ahead and just jump over to the next link, which which is, I I had linked together, uh, for for this very reason, uh, which is a uh, Iran Revolutionary Guard officer assassinated in Tehran, um, all in indications lead to uh, Israel did this. Uh, and it's not the first time Israel has done something like this in Iran. Uh, you they remember killed...
1: when they did that thing with like the the murder robot
0: car? yes, the the nuclear scientist that they had a literal murder <laughs> robot car designed for um obviously somebody uh, had to drive it into place but then they had a murder robot uh, that killed a, a nuclear scientist in iran which John. correct me if i'm wrong it is not illegal to have a nuclear scientist in your country we have plenty and uh, this was during a period in which uh the trump administration had backed out of the nuclear deal that it had with the u.s um and uh, that that's something that the uh, the biden administration likes to pretend isn't a thing that happened uh which, which like speaks to like this weird like um denial aspect that trump was ever president even though he was president and all the decisions he made as president are presidential not, decisions not my president yeah not my president right no, um
1: uh- but but counterpoint um, is it illegal to use a, a murder robot in order to kill people well
0: that, that was actually going to be my second point that is illegal is <laughs> oh. to uh, to uh, assassinate oh. people in other countries um, i need
1: to rethink my business plans
0: <laughs> oh no, i'm i'm sorry to hear that uh yeah. yeah well i'm i'm actually glad that i warned you ahead of time that that you may be involved in some illegal activity <laughs> Uh, while plotting the assassination of uh people in other countries
1: well i i mean it's 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 more complicated than that oh, okay you right. see people sign the 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 eula agreement uh and then <laughs> uh, which, which also has a life insurance policy uh and then we'll be the, talking the... about apple later if that helps you at all yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, and then the computer screen shoots a laser through their face yeah,
0: yeah. well if they read the fine so print, that's
1: that's my plan. yeah exactly know. i mean yeah you gotta read your Eulas, guys yeah. so or else i'm gonna murder you
0: anytime i sign up for a new service it takes me uh five hours as i go through their EULA. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i check them
3: all
0: um and then and then yeah. even when it gets update. updated yeah, I, I read yeah. through it all over again, just to make sure nothing has changed. I also save a copy of each Eula um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I take it very seriously well, I, I like to I like to sue
1: Apple every week <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, for me, it's just about you know, my word is my bond, and I want to make sure I know what I'm agreeing to uh-huh. oh
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 like you you just want to make sure that you don't overstep
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah, that's respectable yeah
0: well i'm I'm a respectable guy people know that about me no
3: way.
0: Um, so anyways uh th- this assassination which is a very serious thing that we just uh shit posted up um yeah, well that's what they come here for yeah that's kind what they come here for which maybe that says more about you than it says about us um Gunmen riding on motorcycles opened fire on a senior officer of Iran's elite Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps outside his home, oh. killing him in his car in the capital, Tehran. Hassan Saeed Qadai is was killed by five gunshots as he returned home near... Uh, I don't want to try that one. It was a street. Um, reported the state news agency IRNA on Sunday. Um so iran blamed the assassination on elements linked to the global arrogance its term for the united states and its allies including israel yeah, that's pretty good yeah i like that I one like that. yeah that's a, it's pretty based um the irgc said it launched an investigation to identify the aggressors were you saying something
1: i really would i i just want to hear Akhtar say that i want mm. him back I, I miss him so much um, Yeah. He had an amazing Twitter uh, presence.
0: Oh man, yeah, yeah,
1: just yeah.
0: unhinged he was shit posting that, like yeah. on on the <laughs> uh, on the international threat level, which I could never yeah. probably read. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean the the embassy embassy Jesus <laughs>
2: <The> embassy embassy
1: <laughs> the 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 embassy of uh, Ecuador is never gonna respond to your tweets.
0: Yeah. Which
1: yeah, sucks. Maybe you know, we could make One it happen. Day. Um, we never know. But but also, uh, murdering people with a drive-by motorcycle shooting is the most Israeli way to kill someone. I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm sure they were using Uzis. Hmm. The, yeah, they were firing Uzis uh, from their their motorcycles. And then they ended up uh, stopping by a pizza restaurant <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, on, on the way back. A, a brick-fired pizza restaurant blaring techno. Uh, this is, a, and, this is uh, some
0: real weird racism.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's what's, that, Israelis getting, are, are
1: something, something very specific, for sure. Um, in some ways, hear me out. Go ahead. Israelis are the least Jewish people on earth
0: oh yeah no no no, without a doubt yeah they're not very jewy <laughs> i mean they're jewy they're just not jewish you know <laughs> yeah, okay. or they're jewish
1: but they're not jewy <laughs> I Jewesque?
0: I don't, think, I don't think either way you say that that's gonna be any better um clip that i can't do it
1: <laughs> no not you oh, oh you're asking someone else to clip that okay some some racist will clip that <laughs>
0: Uh no, I mean it, it, it is worth noting that you know I I had somebody uh uh hit, hit me up in my DMs the other day, ooh, uh, asking about like why so many countries are like pro-Israeli. Um, none of my DMs are sexy. Imagine that. It's All just politics. That could be sexy. Well, yeah, it depends on what you get off to, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were asking about like why so many countries are like so uh uh like israel uh pro israel i guess and and like they didn't specify what country they're from but they were saying like even my country even though we don't have that many jews and you know the thing that i told them is like israel is not a jewish project it's it's a un project it's a military project it's it's got nothing to do with judaism or anything like that it's 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 an ethic cleansing project uh, as far as palestine is concerned and then as far as the u.n concerned it's it's a foothold in the middle east that we can rely on and so you know what ends up happening is uh, uh all these u.n countries give a shit ton of money to israel because they want to maintain that foothold and israel takes that money and then does a bunch of political action campaigns in the u.s and other countries uh, you know equivalent sort of uh, political operations in all these other countries and then they convince all the politicians of these countries to give them even more money so it's like this circuitous like it's a feedback loop that only gets worse and worse uh and and it's to the point where like you know all the all the boss queens and kings of the squad uh vote unanimously in favor of except for like you know some outliers like ilan omar uh vote unanimously in favor of funding for israel because they're just there's there's so much money and propaganda involved in it that like even if the average person and i think it's probably the case in america where a lot of people are like, eh, I don't really give that much of a shit about Israel, really. Uh, If you, like, really dug down to, like, maybe they would be like, well, I think, you know, Israel has a right to, you know, exist or whatever. But if you're like, well, do you think we should be spending, like, billions of dollars on their defense? They'd be like, well, no, because I got needs here sort of stuff. Um, So even if, like, the average, you know, uh, person that you meet on the street doesn't necessarily care that much about Israel, the government will just fund the shit out of israel anyways
1: yeah 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 it's really cool uh which actually made me think of a new business uh oh, okay go idea. ahead yeah uh it's an orphanage oh. uh for battered kids uh, <laughs> but only if they have allergies okay um and we train them to uh be assassins
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is almost like yeah. the, the plot to uh, Black Widow in in a lot of respects. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well About the, I mean, the reason things. it's a good idea. Okay, go ahead. The, the,
1: the, the reason it's a good idea is is when I uh finally murder the uh the the grand poobah of uh you know insert random state name here, um uh, they won't be able to get mad at me. Because I'll remind them that the assassin comes from an orphanage for battered children with
2: allergies.
1: <laughs> and do you hate battered children with allergies who happen to be orphans? If yeah. you do, that makes you an anti-Semite. Um, there you go. Right? Yeah. Oh shit! I sold. I, oh, I gave it away. Yeah, he did give away the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Just I'm a business guy today. You know, yeah, I just got I, all I these that. ideas. No, you're you're in got business mode. Ideas. Uh, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, Look, I'm I'm gonna find a way to make money off this podcast. All right. Oh, uh we're gonna have orphans. Yet. We're gonna have allergies. <laughs> we're gonna have EULA agreements that melt your face. Uh, it's an exciting time for Benzo Rehab Dungeon Podcast. That'd be a funny guys. Bit,
0: maybe on the next episode to have like a EULA read out before the podcast.
1: <laughs> you can't you <laughs> can't do it now. <laughs> this is what Depends we get for the
0: dungeon may cause a loss in sexual appetite. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, uh so uh mm-hmm. continuing on this uh this cool stuff with Israel and Iran, uh we also have the uh, the nuclear deal that um uh Joe mm-hmm. Biden has not uh renewed after Trump
1: is yeah, cool? After we bitched so much about Trump fucking it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and and that's that's what's truly amazing about this is like one of the one of the like huge things that the libs really got fucking upset about, and and of course you know people who want like a, a less uh I don't know nuclear world uh nuclear weapon world um is is the. And and like one of the only good things Obama really did during his presidency was work out this Iran Close nuclear. Di- was that?
1: Oh, oh, I thought you meant when he closed Guantanamo Bay.
0: Oh yeah, no, he didn't do that actually. <laughs> unfortunately, um, what? Yeah, <laughs> turns out it still <laughs> operates, and uh, now Biden uses it a lot. So that's weird. Um, but a different uh podcast perhaps. Um, yeah. podcast episode that's definitely the podcast or this is the podcast for that uh but it is. um so, so that's why i voted for him
1: the, the first time at least oh obama he said he was gonna close gitmo yeah yeah and no I was like, uh,
0: that that was actually right. a good thing to vote if if obama did like one tenth of the things that he said he would do that would be really no fucking sure. cool uh um, yeah. likewise with biden but uh right at at this point like i wasn't fooled anymore so
2: (laughs) yeah
1: i don't feel bad about it do you think uh we'll get that 10 grand forgiveness
0: uh Uh, no i i actually literally just paid off like some old college debts that i had um because Mm -hmm. i don't think it's ever going to happen and i need my credit score to be good soon so right
1: i am I'm, I'm torn i don't i don't think it'll be 10k per se i think it'll be a like it's that's already an insulting number for most people in terms of their student debt um but i think i think they'll forgive at just a just a fucking hilarious amount of oh money. yeah
0: it's gonna be like like
1: three thousand dollars
0: I was going to say $250, but no,
1: like,
2: but...
3: <laughs> no, no, no. See, here's,
0: like, what it, here's what it's going to be. It's going to be mm-hmm. exactly like what happened with the COVID relief stuff, right? Where uh, no, Trump, yeah, because yeah. he doesn't have any like nuance in his brain or anything like that was like, yeah, just give everybody two grand. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care if they're rich or whatever. But we're going to means tested yeah. to shit. Yes. And that's what's exactly so that... what's going to happen with, with yeah. any kind of like college, uh, college debt relief or anything like that is it's going to be mean tested. Uh to the point where it's like, oh, well, you know, you make above sixty grand a year. So do you really need ten grand? Because right. we looked at rents in your area and uh that's only you know two-thirds of <laughs> your your income. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, you could spend that other third paying off your college debts. It's it's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, dude. It's um yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Oh god! They'll they'll probably also. Um, no, I don't know if they'll do this. I, I, I'm wondering if they'll subsidize the uh, the interest rate on it for like another six months or something um, on top of it. Um, that seems like yeah. Well, right, exactly. I'm, I'm doing the jerk-off motion <laughs> that, for the uh, that listener. seems. Right, <laughs> that that seems like something they do though.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, no, without no, a doubt. I, mean, I mean, they've I mean, already that's, done that's it repeatedly. Exactly, That is one good th- thing. That, that's <laughs> exactly the kind of shit that that Cobra is, right? Like, mm. it it's not good healthcare, uh, insurance or anything like that. It's just we give insurance companies a shit ton of money so that you can yeah. get like still expensive insurance. But it's not as yeah. expensive as it would have been because we subsidized it a little bit. Uh, so you know, I guess that's supposed to make you feel a little bit better as you're paying like mm-hmm. seven hundred bucks a month uh, in a lot of cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, man. Uh, it's Biden, Biden and wrong. which is how we started that conversation. Oh, if, if we forgot about that. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, the the nuclear deal is something that. Uh, Biden said he wanted to, you know, get back into, um, his actions, however, speak differently. Uh, what Trump did is, uh, you know, he backed out of the Iran nuclear deal. And then what he also did was he put the, uh, uh, the revolutionary guard on the terror watch list, essentially. Um, he, he labeled it as a, as a terrorist group um Biden could reverse this uh but he's refusing to do it, and so what he's what he's saying to Iran is no 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 we you have to accept that your army is on the terrorist uh uh like registry essentially um let me uh yeah uh so so um. The impasse in the current talks, according to reports, is an issue that Trump injected into the diplomatic mix exactly to prevent his successor from reviving the deal. The listing of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps as a terrorist organization. So the uh, the IRGC is listed as a terrorist organization. Biden could reverse this. He's refusing to reverse it. And he's still asking Iran to agree to a, a nuclear deal. And Iran is, you know very justifiably saying fuck you uh we're not going to agree to a nuclear deal um that kind of puts us on the back foot of the global stage of nuclear powers uh while while you're labeling our army as a, uh, a terrorist group um that there's really no, no sense to this at all. It's, 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 it's something that Biden could easily do. He could easily reverse it. He's refusing to do it. And, uh, he's telling Iran that they just need to deal with it and take the deal anyways. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and it's, uh, pretty fucked up. Uh, this, this other link I have here is, um, <clears throat> Biden made final decision to keep Iran's IRGC on terrorist list. Uh, the president relayed his commitment to Israel's prime minister. Uh, President Joe Biden has finalized his decision to keep Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps on a terrorist blacklist, according to a senior Western official, further complicating international efforts to restore the 2015 Iran nuclear deal. Another person familiar with the matter said that Biden conveyed his decision during an April 24 phone call with Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, adding that the decision was conveyed as an absolutely final or as absolutely final and that the window for Iranian concessions had closed uh so basically no negotiation on this uh the IRGC will remain on the terrorist uh, blacklist uh which means that you know a, a lot of uh because we live in a global capitalist uh, uh, existence uh, a lot of companies will refuse to work with Iran, who, of course, has, you know, economic interests that they would like to probably foster. Um, and so uh, this this cripples uh, Iran in a lot of ways in global economics. And then, uh, you know, also, you know, they, they get the middle finger of you still have to accept this nuclear deal or we'll treat you as a hostile entity. Um, and now we have the Biden administration uh, you know, the military working with, uh, Israel in this very blatant, uh, showy kind of way saying, Hey, not only are you like, uh, an implicit enemy of ours right now, uh, but you know, we're, we're going to show you how we can, uh, utilize our military technology to, uh, refuel, uh, Israel, uh, jet planes, uh, which you know the U.S. provided to them in the first place, and that's why this tech works together so well, uh, because it's all from the same source. Um, and and yeah, uh, it's just uh, it's just shit. It's just shit. It sucks.
1: Hell yeah, it does. Hell yeah, it oh, does. The, uh, the title of this
0: episode. I don't know if you saw it, uh, uh, but it's uh, World of Warhawks.
2: What is it? Oh.
0: Little play on words, like instead of World of Warcraft, a game that I spent too many years of my life playing, that's a uh, World of Warhawks.
1: Just, and- just, uh, just so the listener knows, that's not. You would think, uh, but it's not the case actually that that's the most embarrassing fact about Mike's life. <laughs> you you got, would hope that
0: you got something better. Go ahead, man. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Not gonna, I'm not gonna put you on blast. Oh. But uh, you know, I do know that some of my friends uh, have League of Legends installed on their uh, computers.
0: I I actually removed that I'm from sad. my computer after being uh-huh. locked into yeah. it and playing it yeah, a little uh-huh. bit. And, uh,
1: and it, I, I I wasn't saying you, but I mean, if we want to talk about the fact that you played League of Legends, then we can we can have that talk. I was, I mean, I was I talked said, into I was it. it. Like in I past, said, but, it it wasn't uh,
0: something that I did like necessarily of my own accord. Yeah.
1: I had uh, the, the, uh,
0: I had peer pressure.
1: A a, a, a little uh, malnutritioned child with hay fever put a gun yeah. to your head and yeah. forced you to download LOL. <laughs> who was I was making fun of someone? I feel like it was a coworker, which would oh, be bad for playing League bad. of Legends. But I don't remember who it was.
0: As as it was we in a group in the, chat, as, as we learned in the last episode, um, cyberbullying works. So
1: it you does. May, you
0: may have saved that young man. I'm assuming it's a young man because I don't think. Uh, yeah the ladies play league of
1: legends actually so so here's the thing here's the thing i don't (laughs) want (laughs) to i know this is a sensitive topic uh especially now but actually the easiest way to transition into a little virgin dude guy with a penis is to actually download league of legends Oh, so, so if, if you're trying you, to if you have, <laughs> yeah, if you have if you have a fem body and you want to become a neck beard with a floppy little penis, all you have to do is uh, install League of Legends, and that's exactly who you become. You're also impotent, though.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: As Deeb's can tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I have played League of Legends once or twice.
1: He was a beautiful young woman.
0: Yeah. Until. And now. League of Legends, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll actually admit this: uh, the uh, the Moba that I got into, really hardcore, was uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, to, but that's not a to an almost Dang. professional level, and uh, both said with pride and deep disgust with myself. Yeah, that's like the that's the passable one, though. It is the passable right? one. It's it's the least like nerdy so that- one.
1: What was it? What was it based off of? What was it called back in the day when it was just Warcraft? Uh, uh, Dota. Mutt. Defense Dota. of the Ancients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, like, you know, that's it's like it's like saying I'm such a nerd. I play Counter Strike. <laughs> Which, yeah, you're right. You are. <laughs> if you're playing like old school Counter Strike, you're a fucking nerd. But also, you're not. You're not the thing we're making fun of, necessarily. uh, I'm actually playing
0: a red orchestra. (sighs) Only like five people got that. Five very lonely people who are too old to be listening to podcasts.
1: I just installed Outer Worlds. Oh, that's a fun Uh, game I've heard. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, But then what I realized is that I thought I installed, uh, because I'm a drunk... I thought I installed Outer Wilds and I was like Lots this is not have
0: made that mistake.
1: Yeah. This is not the type of adventure game I expected it to be. This is just uh Fallout pretending or like modern Fallout pretending to be BioShock. Yeah. Or BioShock. No, yeah. Yeah, I got that right.
0: Well, sorry for your loss.
1: I mean, it's fine. I like games where I can level, and I've already hundred percented uh, Elden Ring. So, was that
0: was that a victory sip? As if I didn't hundred percent Elden Ring? Like, a no, month no, no, no. I'm, I'm doing this
1: to our listener because, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah,
2: you know,
0: yeah we we're chatting. We play that, Elden Ring. Other, I mean, those games. Let's
1: just say <laughs> there's a certain blade of Mikaela who I uh, assume some people that listen to this podcast haven't been able to beat yet. Especially not four times in a row. Wow. You know, just saying. King of the incels over here. Um, Well, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, I'll just point out one last thing. One last thing. I've been been storing this one.
0: I see that, and I'm glad you waited for John to not be here so he doesn't have to experience this. Well,
1: you you, at least deep down in your heart know what it is that I'm going to say. My first playthrough, I never increased vigor past 21. Yeah, which is dumb. And I beat all the bosses. So dumb. It was dumb,
2: but I'm so good at rolling around in circles. Uh, It's not just being good at rolling.
1: You you said it couldn't happen.
0: Well, I said it couldn't happen because. Moog, Lord of Blood, has. Moog is a nightmare. He is a nightmare and you have to find a special tier and put it into your little uh, flask of physic in order to avoid his uh, unblockable damage. And I didn't know about that at the time, so I figured, you know, that would at least gatekeep you from from that fight.
2: Well, I... Because
0: uh... my first run, I didn't Mm -hmm. look up anything. I just went through it blindly. I didn't look this up either. Whatever, fine. man, it's fine. You you read all the text yeah. like a fucking nerd.
4: I just, like I a just, literate
0: guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like, I like the lore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, we got, we gotta move on uh, <laughs> to to bad stuff uh, because mm. that that's all there is anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so even CNN who uh never like says anything negative about Israel really uh is saying that uh shireen Abu Akla was uh killed in a targeted attack by Israeli forces. Um we'll we'll skip yep. all the uh flavor text that they give here. <laughs> uh
1: so I mean it's uh out of all of the terrible things that they do uh pretty hard to uh say this one didn't happen you yeah. know? no no, no. That's, that's like yeah that's that's the point is
0: uh, even cnn I mean, yeah. who literally never puts any effort into criticizing
1: israel right. is like ah and shit I, yeah
0: to, turns out to
2: be fair
1: if this was a six-year-old child again with hay fever uh getting their head blown off uh on camera um and then their, you know, their funeral attacked by a thousand people in riot gear. They'd still deny it, or at least like not cover it. But this was a lady journalist. Yes,
0: a lady journalist who was also an American citizen, which is where right. the nationalist tendency kind of, I guess, helps the reporting uh, on maybe, maybe. I think so helps um,
1: helps yes, yes but yes, it, helps. it probably wouldn't be enough if it was just like. I don't know some fucking guy. Yeah. Um because it's just some like American guy yeah. or just or woman or whatever. I feel like it's the journalist part that's really like
0: It's probably just the journalist part.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Because uh, as we established the last time we talked about this, uh Israel uh, is able to bomb US warships and <laughs> get away with it. They sure um, have. And then we apologize to them. <laughs> don't don't look
0: up the USS Liberty. Um, don't do it don't do it the CIA is watching that's true anyway. uh, so yeah they they mm, do a bunch of dramatic flavor text uh, shit here um, and then uh, so the shaky video filmed by Al Jazeera cameraman Majdi Banura captures the scene where Abu Akhla a 51 year old Palestinian American was killed by a bullet to the head around 6.30am on May 11th she had been standing with a group of journalists near the entrance of Janine Refugee Refugee Camp, where they had come to cover an Israeli raid. While the footage does not show Abu Akla being shot, eyewitnesses told CNN that they believe Israeli forces on the same street fired deliberately, deliberately on the reporters and the targeted.
3: Deliberately, yeah.
0: The liberty. Uh, all the, all US the journalists liberty. were wearing protective blue vests that identified them as members of the news media. We stood in front of the Israeli military vehicles for about five to ten minutes before we made moves to ensure they saw us. And this is a habit of ours. As journalists, we move as a group and we stand in front of them so they know we are journalists and then we start moving, Hanesha told CNN, describing their cautious approach towards the uh, is, Israeli army convoy before the gunfire began. Uh audio and video analysis indicates that the Palestinian American journalist was shot from a distance of about 200 meters. Israel claims she could have been hit by Palestinian militants or an Israeli soldier returning fire during a raid at Janine refugee camp. But eyewitnesses say there were no armed Palestinians or clashes in her vicinity. Uh, we've got a map here that shows kind of how it all breaks down. Um uh, but yeah e- even cnn is uh saying that this is uh, likely uh israeli forces killed her um which yeah. you know uh w- washington and uh and uh israel are relying on this very uh, uh in-depth investigation that the israeli forces are doing i'm sure um before they make any official comment on it and really the game is to just like keep moving the ball along until people forget that the ball is there. And then you just like push the ball to yeah. the side and never talk about it again. Like they do with all the other stuff that Israel does. And uh, like, you know, killing a bunch of uh, uh, journalists in the, the Al Jazeera, like uh, uh, not Al Jazeera. Um, uh, uh, what was it? uh, Not NPR. What's, what's the other uh, like, non-partisan supposedly unbiased uh journal ap the ap offices oh. in uh in in the west bank uh when when they the israeli forces just decided to fucking that destroy cool? that is that a
1: funny thing that they did yeah cool. Um, yeah and and here's here's a toxic take of mine uh and i i acknowledge it as being toxic Uh, but even if Palestinians ended up shooting her, which it's pretty clear in my mind that that's not the case, um, I would still think it's okay to blame it on Israel at this point. Well, yeah, because uh, because because
0: Israel creates the conditions in which this conflict is happening in the first place.
1: Yeah. 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 Producing the, I mean, that's the most nuanced and least toxic way of phrasing my point. So I appreciate that. Uh, but also, just largely, they're just—it's—it's it's such a fucking violent, massive machine of violence in general that uh, at this point, it's so established, much like uh, uh, the type of villain that you couldn't write into a piece of media. Uh, it's so established that they are just patently out to do awful, evil things um, that at this point, you can kind of just, so long as you blanket it and aren't accusing any one individual of it, uh, kind of blame them for whatever the fuck you want within reason. You know, like, so long as it's a thing that they do all the time. You know, like, oh, you murdered a civilian. Well, then any civilian that dies in the area, I'm I'm totally happy with someone selling it as being one of theirs. It's,
0: it's, like, it's, like, it's like the... Just, you know, uh... It's like the Subway sandwich in that meme, where people say, ah, Subway
3: sucks,
0: (laughs) and then Mm. the response is, my brother in Christ, you made the sandwich, right? Israel has made the sandwich, and all the ingredients of the sandwich suck, and it doesn't taste good, and it looks shitty, and it makes people feel bad, and then it's like, well, yeah, but you can't complain about it, because you made the sandwich so right. anything bad right. that happens in the sandwich is, is because you decided to, I don't know, add horseradish and uh, marinara sauce together.
1: Easy, bitch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I no, thought you were gonna talk shit on I'm horseradish.
0: I'm not talking ho- shit on horseradish. I'm saying there's, like, it's like know, ice cream I know, I know. and, uh, I, I don't know, <laughs> uh, uh, mayo together. Like, that would be shitty Ooh, and gross. That's, no, don't, that's don't. a whole thing. Is it a real thing?
1: Well, I'm, I'm sure in Japan. Ugh. QP drizzled over vanilla ice cream. <laughs> uh, but uh, fuck it. I tried. i put QP on anything. That oh, shit's so good. Um, but uh, actually, we're, we're Team Mayo here, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't hate mayonnaise. Our, our, and our I don't mayo hate mayo boys. I don't um, hate
0: ice cream, obviously.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Like it's the combination that's the problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, and I feel the same way about, you know, like workplaces largely in, in terms of things like accidents. Right, Uh, because now now I'm I'm taking a couple steps back from from being as toxic as as I emotionally want to be about this kind of thing. Very proud of you. Thanks, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, but you know, like I worked at Home Depot for a long time, and I've brought that up multiple times on here. Uh, And workplace accidents would happen all the fucking time. Uh, usually, something pretty minor, like someone cuts their hand or like blows out their back and ruins their life because that your back is never the same again after that. <laughs> blows out um,
2: their back,
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, never mind. I'm not gonna. Yeah, anyway. go on. Uh, but, um, uh, but and and oftentimes it's the fault of the store itself by like fucking up something uh, some kind of OSHA regulation right? Fucking uh, up or, some kind of
0: regulation or creating the pressures in which people feel like they have to move faster right, than exactly. they should. Uh,
1: and sometimes occasionally someone does something that's just straight up dumb and falls off a ladder or something like that uh, but the fact of the matter is that I'm still happy to blame Home Depot for that uh because both because of the pressures uh like you said like if you're falling off a ladder it's probably because either just statistically it had to happen eventually or because you're fucking running up and down it uh while you're covered in i don't know uh, oil um or or it's just I i don't know like it's it's a rare enough thing that You should take responsibility for it anyway, because it's your fault all the rest of the time anyway. I don't know. It's yeah. 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 I think I'm beating this to death, but much like they do to civilians.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Um, So this next one is one that you uh, sent. Yeah. I, I know what you meant.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't remember this very well. Because okay. I sent this when I was very drunk, but the um, uh, the headline seems to say it all. Ohio man allegedly linked to assassination plot against former president George W. Bush, which is fucking funny. I like this guy's uh, name
0: too, uh, Shahab Ahmed Shahab Shahab.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 got rhythms to it, you know. It's yeah. it's got that repetition. It's it's good. It's uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't overdo it, also, it you know. It, well it also it says spells it three times, out, but there's a break.
0: It also, if you take the initials, spells out sass, which I'm a fan oh, yeah. of.
1: Well, you gotta have some sass, you gotta have some uh, sass in order to, to do it. <laughs> <former
0: president>.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, and and but this was this was also supposed to happen, I believe, uh, at that talk that he gave where he fucked up and said that uh uh, Putin was uh, planning that uh, that war on Iraq. That no, illegal no, no war it wasn't Iraq. that he
0: said Putin was planning a war on Iraq, but he was saying that uh, uh, you know we have to condemn <laughs> that, 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 this brutal invasion this of illegal a, war. Yeah, right. this illegal war uh, by one uh, despotic madman, sort of thing uh, right. of a rock who, who also I mean, steals elections. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So after after selling himself out on that shit, um, yeah. So I just thought it was uh, humorous and bizarre, uh, and um, you know, it's a felony to to threaten the president of the United States. But it's I'm just going to say that sometimes people commit felonies for good reasons.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, I've actually paired this oh. link up. With the good reason um, oh. that somebody might, might threaten or do something like this. Yeah.
1: Um, this is a comedy podcast. It is a comedy podcast. By, We're giggling. By insincere. Uh, John Stewart's our producer now. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. We, we every time someone challenges me, actually, that's, that's the thing. That's why I get the sexy DMs, the really sexy ones, is that when someone challenges me, I say, Actually I'm just a comedian. And then and then uh they show me their boobs. Oh. What I say is
0: I'm the Duke baby. And that's uh,
1: why you...
0: <laughs> nobody talks to me ever again. Um so uh yeah, so so this uh this little niche uh 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 paper from Florida, which you wouldn't expect. Uh, is doing a lot of really interesting reporting, and one of the things that they've been reporting on is uh, 9/11 for a long time. Um, but uh, this is the Florida Bulldog, which I actually recommend people start following because um, R- Ron DeSantis is going to be our next president. Let's uh, let's go ahead and <laughs> let's go ahead and pull the band aid off now. Um.
1: Come on, come on. I think you have a good argument. There's a good. There's a good okay. argument there. As long as I have a um, good argument, that's all we need. Yeah, I think I I have I have a conspiratorial, magical kind of uh, like movie playing in my head right now, uh, where Ron DeSantis ends up uh, running for president, and frankly doing pretty well, but. Excuse me, but the thing that really ends up nuking him is is something even worse, which is a, an essentially Disney-backed no, oh. like a Disney-backed <laughs> uh, dem, uh, and and some suddenly there are just a bunch of fucking awful movies that come out that are just directly shitting on him and things like that, but. Here's here's the here's the the issue with that. Actually, this might be why he wins. Actually, is because uh, Disney tries to pull some shit. Yep. Where where they produce uh, essentially Democrat interpassivity because that's the Democrat's favorite hobby anyway. Uh, where they come out with some very thinly veiled films about what a shithead DeSantis is, uh, with like you know animated animation whatnot. Uh, and then all the libs instead of, you know, voting or whatever the fuck, even though they're so eager to vote all the time, will watch the movie uh, and then be like, oh, my gosh, slay, fuck DeSantis, am I right? And then they will uh, not do anything else politically oriented or motivated ever again.
0: True. Yeah. Um so anyways the so maybe, reason maybe <laughs> the reason uh you should probably follow is the, this uh newspaper uh it's done online it's newspaper is keeping an eye on DeSantis. <laughs> well they they uh they report on a lot of uh local Florida issues which is a reflection on how DeSantis is running Florida. Um Right. But one of the the interesting things that they've been uh, reporting on is uh 9/11 uh, which you might think is like ah, that's What's old that? hack uh, who cares about that? What's that? What's nine eleven? Not nine eleven. Uh, so
1: I forgot what nine eleven is. What? What is nine eleven?
0: Uh, like twenty years ago, twenty one years actually ago. Uh-huh. Um, a bunch of uh Saudi Arabian uh men hijacked some planes and flew them into the World Trade Center before it was one shitty building and it was two shitty buildings. Uh, and also the Pentagon, which is now just the same shitty building, but they rebuilt it. And and also a, like field, a field in uh, <laughs> a field in Pennsylvania, which is still <laughs> shitty because it's in Pennsylvania. But um, mm. you know, didn't really do a whole lot there. Um, that's bless. what 9/11 is. And in case anybody forgot, and you know, I I believe we all took an oath to never forget. But neither here nor there. <sighs> Uh, but, uh, this, uh, so they've been suing the FBI to release these documents. And, um, the headline of this is a state secret. No more new FBI report says Saudi government officials provided support network for 9-11 hijackers. This cool. is something we've always known kind of implicitly yeah. by the fact that all these, uh, Saudi Arabian, uh, nationals, uh, we're living in the United States and just happen to have like a shit ton of money to like spend on pilot courses for no reason. Like, where did this money come from? Nobody can really like say he, because everyone's so, got hobbies, Mike. But yeah, I guess come everyone's on. got hobbies. And then, like, you know, sometimes your hobbies, you know, you just need to pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars for, which you can't account Maybe for. Maybe one of them was by, a finance bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why else would the... you go to the World Trade Center? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it the, to the top
0: floor if you know what i mean um
2: oh. gross uh, it, i don't feel it good really about brought that the
0: one.
2: top to the bottom you know
1: and yeah. the bottom to the top
0: right which which is what all these crypto guys uh are aiming to do right this is before yeah, they're, crypto they're, existed
3: well,
1: now cryptocurrency wants to decentralize things where this really centralized a lot of it
0: uh, fair enough um, like pancaked it really so anyways uh uh, the reason that I paired this article with, with the uh the link that you shared is because mm. uh we invaded Iraq for no reason. Everybody's uh-huh. kind of always known that we invaded Iraq for no reason. We also invaded but Afghanistan. We only killed like a
1: couple hundred people.
0: Yeah, a couple hundred thousand people.
1: Uh, um I think it's in the millions now, <laughs> like like all things considered. Well, uh um, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I mean like millions like more of people dead. Dis- displaced yeah. uh, millions of people, disenfranchised, uh, hundreds right. of thousands directly killed. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, uh, yeah it,
1: it's o- only obscene. hundreds of thousands of shrapnel deaths. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you know, we've always kind of like. Those of us who, uh, and and I wasn't always like this, but those of us who have like maybe questioned what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan have always known like, I think we probably should have invaded Saudi Arabia, if anything, but probably no invasion was necessary in any case. And it's really weird that we've maintained these ties to Saudi Arabia when it's pretty well understood that the hijackers were all Saudi Arabian. uh had a bunch of money for no reason that can't really be accounted for and then it turns out that the FBI has kind of known all along or at least for like a decade at least now that Saudi Arabia funded but we're not talking like yeah. oh like a niche group of Saudi Arabia funded these guys we're talking like princes uh, and, and like, very prominent Saudi Arabian leaders were funding these people, and uh, they, they were mostly why the attack was able to happen in the first place. Uh, and we still have these really cozy relationships with Saudi Arabia. And, you know, Biden says, like, oh, we're going to hold Saudi Arabia um, uh, accountable for... The killing a jamal khashoggi and then like keep selling them a bunch of weapons so they can kill people in yemen um and and, and
1: it's it's not going to happen for for a lot of obvious reasons uh like you know oil or whatnot but one of one of the funniest things that saudi arabia does in order to stop us from you know ever ever allowing anything bad to happen to them ever is they buy a lot of our weapons uh that they can't reasonably use or defend
0: yeah because they they don't Uh, actually have a military they they have a a bunch of uh mercenaries that they have to hire out and that's why the war in yemen has been such a clusterfuck like yes for the yemeni people uh it's been a, a horrific nightmare Uh, but also on the saudi side it's been like a a, an an administrative nightmare because they're trying to manage all these mercenary groups that don't have any like allegiance except for uh you paid me i have the guns and now i'm gonna fuck off right
1: but that's that's the really funny thing about it. it it in the end is that not only is it an administrative and organizational nightmare, uh, like uh, operationally, it just doesn't make any sense. But there's also just this issue that uh, if you buy a ludicrous amount of American weapons uh, and you just kind of keep them, you just have them laying over, laying around all over in your country, uh, the U.S. is going to stop people from invading you. <laughs> Like, because if those get into someone else's hands, uh, in the amounts that they are present in Saudi Arabia, it's potentially going to be pretty fucking bad, even though we also sell them to everyone else, but also we don't want to give it away for free. Uh, and so it's this, it's this really hilarious situation where they end up, uh, buying weapons from us to essentially threaten us with them. Yes. It's very cool. It's it's, very funny. it's super
0: cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't think I really add anything to that. Uh, Robert in the uh, the chat says pretty sure the vast majority of arms the Saudis used to invade Yemen were bought off of BAE Systems. Um
1: the British do it too. Yeah. The British do it too. It's it's, yeah.
0: a, it's a it's a joint effort. Um <clears throat> Right. A, lot of, a lot of Raytheon tech, a lot of BAE, BAE systems tech, a lot of um, what's the other one?
1: Are are you my BAE? <laughs> a because lot of you just Lock killed e. Barton, our child.
0: A lot of uh, Boeing stuff. Yeah, it's it's all. I mean,
1: <laughs> you stepped all over my abortion joke.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead and do it again. I didn't hear it.
1: No, it's not it's not worth it, but I'll do it again. Are you my BAE? because you just killed our child
0: oh wow uh um, i,
1: I mean that like a year ago it's okay yeah
0: i don't remember you make a lot of memes um i do so uh i do highly suggest people actually take a look at this article uh again it's the florida bulldog.org and uh, the article's name is "A State Secret No More: New FBI Report Says Saudi Government Officials Provided Support Network for 9/11 Hijackers." Um, very clear evidence that uh, Saudi Arabia was actually kind of behind the. And I mean, like Osama bin Laden is not an Afghan or a, a Iraq national; he's a Saudi Arabian national. Uh, his dad was a prominent contractor in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he himself was a prominent contractor of Saudi Arabian origins. Uh, so it only kind of makes sense. And, and, you know, a thing that people like to really forget about Saudi Arabia is the, uh, the Wahhabist, uh, influences of Saudi Arabia's government, um, which is to say, uh, violent militant Islam, um, and saudi arabia's government um so a lot of indications to say that hey maybe we uh, actually should have been at war with saudi arabia and that would have been way more justified uh, but instead what we did is we beat the shit out of afghanistan and iraq for no real reason destabilized those regions and now they're fucked basically for like the foreseeable future maybe forever depending on like um whether A or not we engage less. in nuclear war, yeah, uh, hell yeah!
1: So, you know, uh, we could have stopped nine eleven from happening uh, if we just allowed uh, Osama bin Laden to join uh, the NBA. That's true. Yeah, very tall man. Very tall man.
0: Tall and uh, kind handsome. Of, yeah, kind of Be handsome. Kind of, yeah,
1: probably really good at laying pipe. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that went a bit
1: far. Yeah. Look, this is this is just how I think about politics, you know. Yeah. I think
2: Does that guy know how to fuck?
3: Yeah.
1: You know, is that a Definitely. fuck some twin tussie Yeah. My, I mean, what what I really ask myself uh, before vooting v- for someone is uh is this someone that goes down on a girl during a one night stand and how long does he do it
0: and that's that's why you voted for biden
1: yeah yeah i voted i voted for biden because i i knew that he would he would eat pussy until the finish uh <laughs> whether he whether he knew the woman or not it wasn't one of those weird relationship things where it's like well i'm only going to do this if
2: uh hey you know, listen to us so i don't know your name yeah, but
1: I'm here yeah. for both of us, Joe Biden. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be.
2: We're gonna make gonna it through this together.
1: Uh, <laughs> Come here, Jack. <laughs> but uh, no, i have so a way
0: different hookup. Uh, but go on.
1: A, a lot of us have seen the video, um, and not everyone clearly because people haven't been talking about it enough. Uh, but the Joe Biden video of him uh, lifting his lady up onto the kitchen counter. And just fucking burying his face in that muff, you know, just <laughs> fucking, just like fucking wiggling his face around, just rubbing it in there. I, I'm Just not... getting deep, you know. <laughs> I'm not just sure Just I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he, it, it, it's crazy. It actually has really amazing camera work where you can see him like doing the full alphabet with his tongue and doing the whole like swirly thing with his lips. It's, it's amazing. Like that man is, uh, he's he he's he's speaking uh, he's speaking in tongues if you know what i'm saying
0: i really wish i didn't
1: oh, I, okay anyway but but yeah just just the, the the final image of the video just like just just his chin's dripping and stuff it's just so <sighs> you know god so g- man. <laughs>
0: Uh so another cool <laughs> news about, uh, global war maybe breaking out kind of soon, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, Erdogan from Turkey, uh, has, has set conditions for Finland and Sweden's NATO bids. A fun thing oh, about cool. NATO is, uh, uh, any member can block, uh, a country from joining NATO, NATO. Um. It's like a polycule. Yeah. It- All of you have to be on board or none of us are on board sort of thing. Um,
1: But then there's always like one, you know, member that's like, I'll add whoever the fuck I want. Yeah. Right. Things get really weird and awkward. And then the bombs start getting dropped and a bunch of arguments about who gets to send condoms to which country.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, So uh, uh, President Recep Tayyip, Erdogan said on Saturday that Turkey would not look positively on Sweden and Finland's NATO bids unless its terror-related concerns were addressed, despite broad support from other allies, including the United States. Uh, Turkey has long accused Nordic countries, in particular Sweden, which has a strong Turkish immigrant community, of harboring outlawed Kurdish militants, as well as supporters of uh, Fethullah Gulen. Uh, I think I pronounced that correctly. Probably not. Uh, the U.S. based preacher wanted for uh, wanted over the failed uh, 2016 coup. Uh, Erdogan's threat uh, throws a major potential obstacle in the way of membership for the hitherto militarily non-aligned Nordic nations, since a consensus is required in NATO decisions, uh, unless. Sweden and Finland clearly show that they will stand in solidarity with Turkey on fundamental issues, especially in the fight against terrorism. We will not approach these countries. Uh, NATO membership positively, Erdogan told NATO Chief Jens Stoltenberg in a phone call, according to the presidency. Um, So, basically, uh, uh, Turkey is saying that uh, Sweden and Finland harbor uh kurdish terrorists uh if you know anything about the uh the kurdish versus turkey sort of thing uh the kurds are a group of people who don't want to be turkish and turkey keeps trying to uh make them be turkish despite that um
1: R- remember because you're you're also old like i am yes. uh when we were so gung ho as a as a country about uh, helping out those poor Kurds in northern Iraq,
0: right? And uh, one one uh, again, uh, the big lib like Trump did something that just can't be forgiven, sort of thing. Oh, this, yeah, was breaking ties with the Kurds and, uh, refusing to support them and essentially abandoning them, uh, against, uh, you know, Turkish, uh, uh, aggression, um, wh- what it kind of looks like and what I've seen, uh, speculated by people who have a better read on this situation to, to be perfectly honest, I, I don't, uh, have a super super in-depth understanding of the the turkish versus kurd situation
1: oh now everyone just turned the podcast off
0: well yeah no because i was honest um uh what what i've seen speculated is that uh because uh, uh erdogan is promising an incursion into northern iraq now uh to basically deal with the terrorist threat on the border Uh, which is like 30 kilometers in they're going to create safe zones a lot of people are saying that this is basically just like another step in an ethnic cleansing project which i believe to be the case um people can look into this further and decide for themselves i guess uh but uh basically what i've seen hypothesized is that uh in order to get sweden and finland into nato um Mm biden and you know like biden as the u.s and the U.S.'s like role in nato are kind of uh putting the kurds on the chopping block in order to secure this further military alliance with sweden and nato uh there's been a little bit of pushback from the biden administration like no don't kill the kurds uh we really like the kurds please don't do it um but like as far as like actual substantive uh like uh uh blowback from erdogan threatening to uh to do this incursion on kurdish lands uh there's nothing really there um and nobody seems to uh really actually want to stop this from happening um and, and so, yeah, essentially what it is, is the Kurds may be sacrificed uh, so that we can get Sweden and Finland into NATO uh, to uh, to basically make uh, Erdogan happy in this case.
1: Yeah, well, only uh, 1915 kids will remember Armenians.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Never been done before. And it sh- certainly won't happen again, I guess.
1: That's also the really fun thing about this stuff um, in comparison to the early 20th century, which is, uh, you know, like World War II is uh, pretty fucking rough and bad for the world. I pretty, I don't know, it's an edgy take for me to say that. Um, probably shouldn't have had all that stuff clip, happen.
0: Clip that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> World War II was <laughs> bad.
0: I say, as an empath. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, but World War One, uh, fucking awful. Uh, and terrifying and um, the ye old chestnut that people always bring up about world war one is it was uh it it came from a series of uh intertwined allegiances allegiances jesus i'm apparently drunk now uh but like yeah like twisted allegiances uh where everyone's allegiances overlapped with everyone else's where you have things like uh you know, uh, fighting with Turkey <laughs> um, in in order to uh, defend one specific group in their territory, or not in order to bring in another country, in order to help someone else out, in order to fuck someone else over. It's a good sign. It's uh, that's not yeah. That's that's how you stop a world war from happening. Is yeah. all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, by by continuing, so make everyone all these hate weird, everyone. Yeah, some all these weird uh, alliances and allegiances <sighs> that the. Uh, are are really just like looking at like uh maybe two two or three days in advance instead of like the long term of stuff. Uh yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um Oh, yeah. No, this is just a fun clip that I found. Um, oh. which is uh ABC does this uh tour of a nuclear submarine. Um and uh Let's let's try to get through this clip as much as we can without pausing it, but there's gonna be a lot of like urges to want to pause it, I think. Uh, All right. Let's so, do this. Uh uh ABC News' Martha Raditz was given an exclusive tour of the inside of a US nuclear submarine which is one of the most potent deterrents in the U.S. arsenal. Uh, deterrent is a, is a very interesting word that they use here. You're, you're gonna keep hearing that and you're, you're gonna wonder why they keep using that, I guess. Uh, but uh, go ahead and play it now.
1: ABC News exclusive as North Korea threatens nuclear missile tests, and Vladimir Putin with his threatening rhetoric as well. Martha tonight on a classified mission on board a U.S. nuclear submarine. One of the most potent deterrents in the U.S. arsenal.
4: Rising from the waters of the Pacific Ocean, a breathtaking sight. America's most fearsome warship, bristling with nuclear weapons. We are aboard the USS Maine, one of only 14 ballistic missile submarines.
0: So, I'm sorry, I I already wanted to pause. Is it because of her
1: weird, like, Parkinson's
0: hands? I mean that, but also, uh, one of only 14 such equipped vessels
1: yeah uh, so o- only 14 vessels that could end the fucking world exact-
0: exactly only 14 vessels that we have which could end all life on earth we only have 14 of it very good
4: in the u.s arsenal Two football fields in length, carrying 20 ballistic missiles, each topped with a dozen nuclear warheads, each capable of obliterating a target 4,000 miles away. Vice Admiral Bill Houston is the commander of U.S. Submarine Forces, the mission.
2: Why? Go on.
4: Yeah. deterrence. We are trying to prevent war with this ship right now. We were given exclusive access to the submarine and its 150-member crew, spending 24 hours okay, deep pause. underwater. I'm okay, sorry, I'm sorry.
1: My it, it every day, every every moment, I get a little bit older. The more amazing it is to me that uh, everyone in the military is a literally a fucking child are all babies yeah the, the man. nuclear submarines are manned by babies they're yeah. manned by children they're manned by people that you you if you go into a subway we're bringing it back and to get yourself a submarine sandwich and you see a, a fucking 19 year old putting together your your sandwich there's depending on the type of person you are, you very well might think to yourself, "Oh shit, I have a kid making this sandwich. He's gonna fuck it
0: Absolutely. up." Absolutely,
1: yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I mean, I mean, if uh, if if the the listener slash viewer saw pictures of me when I was in the military, I look like a fucking baby. Like the the yeah. white the white streak in my beard doesn't exist because I didn't even have a beard at that point. I wasn't allowed and, to grow one. Also, I couldn't really grow one either.
1: Yeah, and and, and not only is it just like a uh, like oh my god, look at those people. They are children. They've those got, they've got teenage ugly. acne. Yeah. But uh but not only is it just like fucked up that they're kids, yeah. It's also that uh they're stupid and insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well,
0: they, they don't have like any natural responses against authority where, uh, they they like know better than to just like follow orders and and they've been through uh, a training program which has conditioned them to follow orders without questioning things. On top of like not having like the 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 age and the wisdom to uh, uh resist orders that may be like shitty and fucked up, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're totally, uh, you know, obedient essentially, uh, except for the fact that they're still stupid and insane because they're kids. Right. (laughs) So, so they'll, uh, I'm it, because the world hasn't blown up entirely yet, I'm assuming that the uh, the indoctrination policy and the way that we end up kind of getting these fucking nerds uh, ready to work on nuclear submarines plus their own general temperament is, is enough that we haven't destroyed the world yet. Uh, but um, I don't know. I'm thinking about like me at age 20 being placed on one of these have some quickly the world and run would... a
0: submarine
1: yeah yeah and and it only it only has to happen once for a little old bank yeah we're, and, we're and actually gonna to see a,
0: a little bit of that it only has to happen once, sort of mentality um it, and the people that they're led by are not like uh old and wizened people uh they're people who have been in this like indoctrination s- scheme for uh, their entire adult life and they no yeah. longer have like any semblance of reality all they have is this weird faith construct which they are now completely and totally beholden to because it's uh, intrinsically linked to their ability to retire and live a decent life uh, afterwards
1: right um, the, the person that you go to for advice on like what bad decisions to not make probably shouldn't be the guy who uh when you ask him what he's been up to for the last few decades says i've been in a metal tube beneath the ocean sitting next to nuclear weapons yeah that's how i learned about culture (laughs) yeah right that's how i learned to appreciate humanity
4: this is the berthing area where all of the sailors sleep, nine to a bunk yeah, room. But in between, these are the tubes where the ballistic missiles are stored. Launches And we were right there as they trained for an unthinkable scenario. Man, responding to a strategic nuclear attack launched by an adversary. Die. Die. The exercise a success, but in the real world, the threat increased in the cold war it was the united
2: states and the soviet union and now it's china russia and the united states with china and russia being near peer adversaries
4: and, and how does that change
2: your job makes it um more challenging but i can tell you the
1: navy and the submarine force and this crew is ready for that challenge every single day 365 24 7 they are committed and martha incredible act.
0: children um so, children. so uh Their nuclear deterrence training is them responding to a nuclear attack, which means that their nuclear deterrence didn't actually work, and now they're retaliating. And so the way that we stop a nuclear war is actually by perpetuating a nuclear war after a nuclear war has been started.
1: Yeah, the only way to stop a pedophile...
0: ...is to be a pedophile, but harder,
1: I guess. So, I, I was just, I was just gonna, gonna let the joke hang in the air, but
3: <laughs>
0: I, I can't let it hang there, man.
1: <laughs> uh, God bless. Yeah, that's cool. But that's I mean, essentially their argument. Is uh, yeah, we're gonna yeah.
0: stop nuclear war by uh, letting nuclear war happen, and then if it happens, then we'll retaliate with more nuclear war.
1: Well, you gotta fight fire with n- nuclear winter and the blotting out of the sun. Yeah, cool
0: um so uh we we only get into darker territories here um
1: good good i want to die oh yeah here you go that does it
0: yeah uh so uh tuesday of this week um which would have been the hold up let me pull up my calendar uh the 24th uh a a uh Man walked into a school and shot 19 children and two teachers to death. Um, no real good way to talk about it except for to say, Holy shit, what the fuck is wrong with our country and our society? Uh, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, to me, this is a amalgamation of so many problems that we have in this country uh, to the point where it's almost impossible to like really talk about like root issues uh, because there's so many roots that it's hard to untangle um, but we clearly have a uh, extremely deeply unhealthy society that creates deeply unhealthy people um part of it is the structure of school itself which uh we know quite well to not be a healthy way to instruct or teach or like help children learn in the first place um it's it's an extremely toxic environment uh that that doesn't like reward actual learning it rewards like test taking ability um and then you know you The the way that school is structured, you you get uh, a lot of really unhealthy, like, uh, uh, social interactions. Um, So it's not like, you know, people worry about like, oh, how am I going to socialize my child without sending them to public school? Well, I mean, your child's not going to get a good social experience out of public school more times than not. Uh, and, and then, you know, we, we have this situation where, uh, parents don't really have any choice in where they they send their kids. Um, they, they don't have a whole lot of options and, and like, uh, you know, like even not like being able to make the decision, like, oh, I'm going to send my child to this school or that school. Uh, you know, they, they don't get to choose how their child learns. Um, and, and in some ways that's okay because, a lot of parents don't know how to teach a child in the first place and uh this this is something that you know more professional teachers should should be able to like figure out and and do uh because a lot of parents uh you know frankly have weird uh archaic belief systems that don't belong uh in, in any kind of education program or whatever <laughs>
1: oh, but yeah. like my uh uh uh, I think I'm a good example of uh someone who, though the public school system failed me in almost every conceivable way, uh it also at least saved me from being uh homeschooled by my mother.
0: <laughs> right,
1: exactly. <laughs> that and, would have and, been and, fucked.
0: <laughs> and and I got kind of like the the reverse of that, which is I was yeah. homeschooled by my mother, and that's got a lot of problems involved with it. Um,
1: which actually brings up a question for me that I wanted to ask before when this topic first came up. Sure. Um, the listener needs to... I'll, I'll put up a poll for this. Oh. Uh, but uh, which one of us, from uh, assuming that it was the school system that did this to us, uh, is more autistic?
0: <laughs> All right. Um, it, it should be pointed is it the out homeschooled that, kid? Uh, right, yeah. Or... So, uh, vote Deebs for homeschooled, vote, uh, Dorian for, uh, public
1: schooled, I guess. Yeah, poor, uh, pe- poor person public.
0: Yeah. Yeah. P- poor person public, A uh, poor person, uh, home.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, just, just, you know, keeping that aside from, uh, the, right. the schools that had. Um... Yeah.
0: So, um. You know, we we have this uh, this deeply unhealthy society in which mm-hmm. we, we put children mm-hmm. into schools that don't actually, like, teach them very many useful things, Uh really what, like, a lot of public school is, is indoctrination in a lot of uh, respects, Um especially in the earlier years where all you're learning is, like, basic arithmetic that literally a stump could teach you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. and 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 this isn't to like shit on teachers who i think have a very important role in society uh but but i think a lot of the times uh teachers um are used as a surrogate for parents uh which which yeah. is both good and bad in some ways but the the way that it's bad is in that people have such economic pressure on them that they can't raise their children in those early years right they have to send their kid to school because they have to go to work and they have to provide for their families yeah. we no longer have a, a system in which uh, a single uh, breadwinner can provide for a family anymore or anything like that both parents have to work and if both parents are working they can't have their very young children at home unattended and un- unsupervised um so you know we we have uh, essentially what is a, a state pressure forcing parents to send their children to these schools because the state enforces all these economic pressures that that cause these these situations to arise uh, if you're a rich person you don't have this problem at all you can hire a a, a professional tutor full time to come live with your family and uh, teach your child uh, you know one on one for their entire lives and and they get a really excellent uh, education out of that um they don't learn things about like how people work or anything like that, but they get like a, a you know, a, 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 a book learning sort of uh, education out of it. Um,
1: and at a certain uh, degree of socioeconomic success, you don't really want your kids to learn how people work right?
0: because then they might feel empathy for the mm. poor. You just want to
1: teach them how to, how to work people. So, um, um,
0: so, so that's, that's like, one facet of this fucked up situation is that children are corralled into a place because people don't have any options. Um, the second fucked up part about it is children are corralled in this place because they don't have any options. And, uh, the state does absolutely nothing. The state, which, you know, enforces all these other economic pressures. Uh, you know, you couldn't not pay your rent and not have the state get involved right like if you're a poor person you can say oh i'm not going to pay my rent because i want to send my child to a better school uh the the sheriff department will come and uh force you out of your home uh, at the landlord's request after you know they they had to put in a notice or whatever uh but but the state ultimately enforces this economic pressure on the poor um and so the state forcing this economic pressure on the poor put your child into the school and then the state does absolutely nothing to protect your child in that school, uh, where we get more into the nitty gritty of the story in Evalde, which is there was supposedly a, uh, uh, police resource officer on the campus that should have stopped this guy. And the initial report was that the police resource officer engaged this guy. Um, that's a story that's changed. And, uh, we'll look at a clip in a minute of how drastically that story has changed. And it's yeah. not one of those things where it's like, oh, we got like a bad report on it. And it's like, you made up something or or there, there's no other option. You just made something up. Yep. And now you're having to okay. reconcile the truth with like what actually happened.
1: Right. And, and rewinding just a little bit to the structure of schools and why they're so kind of dismal and, and, and terrible and terrifying and, and cause things like this to happen. Um, or yeah. Yeah. Cause and are also kind of targeted is because they are like every other part of our uh, society uh, structured in order to uh, perpetuate this neoliberal or just also just liberal tendency towards absolute individuation, right? Yeah. Where, where everyone is supposed to, you, you have to learn the rules and work with the rules kind of sort of, um, and then beat everyone else. Um, and it form all these cliques and everything, and like you know, it's it's kind of a trite thing to point out at this point. But the fact of the matter is that something like a high school really is just a microcosm of the larger society that these children are going in going to enter into, and that is, I'm not saying necessarily that there's a conspiratorial uh, element here. Uh, if there is a conspiratorial element, it's accidental for the most part, but. It's it it's structured in order to perpetuate the kind of culture that exists outside of it, and then and then it kind of had, enters into this food feedback loop. And so, when you when you have a a school or or a, a training mechanism that is structured in order to make people essentially just dog eat dog all the fucking time. Um, you're going to have some really fucking horrible things happen. Um, the dog but, uh, will eat the dog. The dog will eat the dog. Uh, it's also extraordinarily funny, uh, this idea that comes up all the time, uh, but but I, I feel like the, the contradictions are accelerating uh, with this kind of thing, where... It, Teachers are simultaneously distrusted to the point that, you know, they're going to turn all of our children gay and, and uh, fuck them and then make them turn into different genders and, and grow wings and fly away and kill their families or whatever the fuck. But they but need also, to have an M16
0: at the hip at all times. Yeah,
1: yeah, that yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and that enters into the final kind of thing that I wanted to point out which is that um, I'm pretty careful, especially with this ongoing workshop that we have going, with with what I'm willing to define as fascistic. Uh, I think it's a very specific phenomena, but a quality of fascism is that it is... It, it clings to both being totally uh, like nostalgic and, and saccharine while being obsessed with violence. Right. So, so it's a romantic tradition. Right. And I'm, I would be, uh, I think you'd be hard pressed to find one of these school shooters Uh, That isn't coming from a, maybe not a wider philosophical system, but an individual philosophical system or worldview that isn't holding on to both of those thoughts at the same time, right, in order to motivate this, this murder. Um, where they, you know, of course, are, are in love with violence, at, at least in that moment, and it, it, be it something that's totally premeditated or they just steal their mom's gun. Um, but, but that they're also, you know, they're they're driven to it not just out of a love of violence but also out of uh i'm such a fucking victim uh i'm i i deserved to have gotten what uh, all you know white boys deserve well, and well, i didn't well, this, get is, this exactly is why what i wanted th- yeah this
0: is why you know like i regularly post and uh, decry the jordan peterson hero's journey shit where you view yourself as the protagonist of a story and everything that is done is something that's happening to you and something that that you uh, then have to reconcile or fight against right like and, and that's that's kind of the thing that he preaches is you are the main character of this story and you have to treat yourself as the main character of the story. So if it's something yeah. bad happens in your life, it's because everything in the world is against you, and now the only thing you have left is to fight back against the world,
1: right? Yeah, something something that people f- forget, uh, especially in this kind of weirdo, Petersonian kind of space about something like the Monomyth uh, or the Hero's Journey or, you know, whatever, is that the The way it's conceived by someone like Campbell uh, or by Young, um, you know, the variants of these types of thoughts, uh, not necessarily the monomyth for 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 young, uh, but is that this begins and ends with the the real world, Uh, But the meat of the conflict and the things that occur occur in the underworld or the other world or you step over a threshold or you enter the belly of the whale and all these different things. And so I I think there's value in, in all this, but it's like what you used to. Here all the time when people were really fecklessly but still attempting to attempt to argue about like not all muslims are terrorists right which is that oh jihad is actually something that happens internally every day which yeah sure uh but this whole the the hero's journey the monomyth all these different kinds of thoughts about like you know integrating you, you know your shadow or these archetypes things like that They aren't about entering into fucking conflict and war with the people around you. They're about... Taking a step back and thinking through what the fuck is going on with you. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so it should fundamentally be the absolute opposite of this shit. And it should actually be good for people. But instead, these people are so fucking broken and so and so inundated into this hyper-liberalized system where the only thing that can ever exist is the individual. And the individual is the only thing that can ever matter uh, because you're constantly in this doggy dog conflict. that That the idea that you're that the whole story is supposed to be you walking out of the world that you're in so that you can bring a boon back is just entirely foreign to them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, because the the reason that they leave the world to begin with is because it didn't give them what they wanted.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So uh the the other um like sort of uh, endemic. To how the U.S. is uh, currently, I don't want to say functioning, operating, um, is the the police, and uh, they did a good job here. They did a bang up job, really fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, hugely conflicting reports on what happened. Uh, there, there's a clip that I'm gonna show now. Um and let's uh i'll I'll pause it once once the uh, the questions have been asked um we, we don't need to pause it uh, until i i say pause it i think um but, go 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 but uh yeah this is uh this is an interesting line of question uh questioning um that that really is just the natural question because the the, the report given by the ovalde police department is so wildly inconsistent with itself that it uh, yeah there, there's no other way to say it um but here we go you can
1: always trust police reports about police
0: yeah and and you know uh, we've uh we've covered a couple of times on this podcast how first off the police are allowed to lie uh, yep. secondly the police lie all the fucking time yep uh and thirdly uh fuck the police i guess is the third thing i would say uh but yeah uh, so so this is uh this is uh th- the police account changing uh and and even uh, such a like fucking regular normie news uh station as nbc is covering this kind of thing um
2: Tried to stop him from entering yesterday. Director of the Texas Department of Public Safety said this: "There was a brave uh, consolidated independent school district resource officer that approached him, engaged him, and at that time, there was not gunfire, it was not exchanged."
0: But today, the department video. telling
2: me this:
1: "Was there a school officer on campus, and was that school officer armed? Because that's what we've been told." So at this
2: time, no. No. no, There was not an officer a readily available, armed. No. Was there an officer? officer? No. Why? Nothing. Nothing. I can't answer that yet. I'll circle back with you. There's a twelve-minute gap from when he cra- he crashes his truck to when he enters the school. Twelve minutes. What happened in that twelve minutes? You gotta understand. Eleven thirty. Is the information we have at this point. We got a crash and a man with a gun. And you have responding officers that's the information we have right now four minutes after the.
0: Sh- so uh the police department literally invented this uh, brave heroic officer mm-hmm. who tried to stop the shooter and then they dump that story and say oh no that guy never existed so how did they believe that that guy existed in the first place to be fair, if
1: I was if I was the police uh, in this circumstance, or the conservative monolith I've decided exists, uh, I would invent this person and then erase him too, because I would want to build up the belief that oh yes, there was a good guy with a gun. Just kidding yeah you know like and yeah. if there
0: was a good guy with a gun actually it would have worked and exactly
1: exactly. Time. yeah me maybe the rest of our police officers wouldn't have to wait around the perimeter of the school pepper spraying and tasing parents uh yeah so
0: and... that's that's where this conversation ultimately leads is
1: yeah. also um, sorry really quickly he kept on bringing up that 15 or that 12 minutes this guy per per my understanding i this this is kind of reflexive but i think he was in the school or had between the crash and when he was was dealt with uh was fucking shooting people in in like wandering on for like an hour and 15 minutes or something like Um, an extraordinary period of time like most of these shootings happen in like I don't know. I feel like the average number is like four fucking minutes or something. But this yeah, guy just so, fucking so rampaged. So the timeline
0: is that he was in the school for 40 minutes to an hour. Um the the police had basically responded to the scene by the time he was walking into the school. Um and then uh they they prevented anybody from going in. Federal agents showed up. Because federal agents are, this is near the border, uh, so federal agents were like in the area, got the call, and decided to show up. Uh, federal agents, like what showed kind up.
1: of federal agents, Mike?
0: Border Patrol.
1: Um, Thank you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which uh, also deserved to die in hell, etc. Um yeah. But they actually did something useful here, which is not typically what they do. So let's not pat them on the back for doing one good thing. Uh, uh, late, they negated it with other things that they did. They've, so yeah, you know, they, they've sc- are, they've already ensured yep. their path to hell with, with all the rest of the work that they do. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So uh, the the police show up very shortly after he enters the building and and starts uh you know doing the shooting children thing, and uh. Federal agents show up after the cops show up, and the cops prevent prevent the federal agents from going in. Uh, and these are federal agents who have like the big guns, the good guns, etc.
1: Literally, like an, uh, fucking, uh, God damn it, I, a fucking uh, goddamn it! A almost called an ATV, like an APC, sitting out in front of the school. Yeah, this no, huge fucking yeah. armored personnel vehicle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they, that they... was that was the most jarring thing to me about all this. I'm not even jarring because it's like, of course, but but yeah, just having Whoa. that shit and they just and, and
0: that's part of what's so fucking bizarre about this is yeah. not not only was it just like the police out there, the regular police, but you you have a SWAT unit just standing around yeah. out there uh, for for almost an entire hour. Yeah. uh Not not only like you, preventing. You guys signed agents.
1: up to do this stupid shit. Like you. Right. You every day you you pull into a fucking Arby's uh, parking lot and jerk off in the shade, thinking about how awesome it would be if some asshole were to pull a gun on a kid right now because so you you're could fuck gonna them be up.
0: the fucking guy that saves the day. That, that, that's exactly the mentality of these kind of people, and I know this because uh, in, a, in a previous job, uh, one of the buildings I maintained was a police training academy, and they had this big quote up on the wall that said, uh, uh, The sheep may fear the sheepdog, but the sheepdog mm-hmm. protects them from the wolves. It was essentially that.
1: Uh, like a Chris Kyle thing yeah.
0: yeah yeah that that's the mentality these these fucking yeah. assholes have where where they believe that everything they're doing is in service to the sheep which is all of us regular people who can't possibly defend themselves even though the teachers and, put up like more resistance than resistance than the cops fucking put up yeah. and and here here's the thing
1: is that you know people I feel like when when we're describing the way that cops generally end up thinking, in in terms of you know viewing everyone as sheep, and that they're the big strong wolves or lions or whatever the fuck they are, that uh, that it's it's all just I don't know. I that I'm not even going to like determine exactly what people are thinking about that, but I think people forget that what's actually happening in the eyes of someone that decides to view everyone in the world as fluffy little sheep, is that you're doing it because you're a fucking pussy. Yeah. Right? The reason that you imagine that everyone in the world is a bitch is because you're so fucking scared of them that you cannot possibly conceive of them as being anything else. Right. Um, so, well, so it, that's why you have the that shit. That's why they want to enter into school.
0: It's the same thing that happens with like the far right and uh, whatever uh, leftist boogeyman they're they're worried about, right? Antifa is a bunch of weak little bitches, but also they're destroying our
1: society. Exactly. Yeah, it's that fascist dichotomy again, where it's they're both very saccharine and also obsessed with violence, and they're also, you know, they uh speaking of border patrol, you know, everyone uh south of the border is uh both a lazy piece of shit and also gonna steal my job. You know, it's exactly uh all all Jews are Machiavellian, evil, you know, spider people or something. I don't know. Some kind of Urban, uh, but also uh, they're uh, you know these little feckless, scared little dudes that never leave their homes. Um, yep, I hate Jews. Is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: it's a weird turn from what it we were talking finally came about.
1: out. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm start, hold on another business opportunity. Okay, I'm just gonna become a cop.
0: I'm oh, a cop. through that, man. I have to kill you.
1: Sorry, bro. I'm going to do it myself. This
0: is oh no. Uh this is a no cop Suicide podcast. Account. Um yep. so, you know, God obviously a, a lot of details are still coming out about this story. Um but Jesus Christ. Uh there there's you know, and and you know, I don't I don't want to get into the tragedy porn aspect of this. Uh, And there's so much of that right now that it's like it's its own disgusting thing on top of the disgusting thing, where you have all these like, oh, we're the fair and balanced local news network. We're just gonna show you a bunch of parents crying and be like, ah, what?
1: Not gonna do that here.
0: It's so fucking disgusting. Uh, you know, uh, some of the videos uh, I could show. Fucking
1: kids, peace.
0: Yeah, some of the videos I could show if I was that kind of person is the cops putting parents on the fucking ground at gun and taser point Uh because when the I mean, police... that kind of thing
1: would perhaps be worth showing, but only because uh, it exemplifies the cops. But I get why we're not doing it. It's, yeah, I don't, I I don't want okay, to engage okay.
0: with that kind of shit. Yeah. I'm I'm perfectly happy just saying, hey when the cops failed to do anything useful and were preventing anyone else from doing anything useful, no. the, uh, the parents said, I will go in there and I will fight this guy and get my kids out or any other kids that are in there out. And, uh, instead of, uh, I don't know, like what, what purpose are the cops serving at this point? Other than obstructing no. anything from happening? Uh, the, For sure. in, like the, the, the weirdos that like, uh, jack off over these kind of scenarios are all in complete agreement that the first thing you should do is get inside of that fucking building if you're law right. enforcement. And so they didn't do that. Uh, everyone screaming outside there. People who live around this area saying my kid is in there. I know kids who are in there saying I will go in there. Let me fucking go in there. Uh, they right. were prevented from doing that. The cops when they actually breached inside of the fucking building and started doing anything at all, uh, they were so incompetent at their fucking jobs that they had to get a school uh, a staff member to unlock the door to get inside of the room where the, the, the shooter was holed up because they couldn't fucking unlock a door somehow.
1: Uh, yeah, the, they were the- also, like, shouting out to kids, hey, do you need help? And then led to a bunch of kids getting killed because they were doing right. a call and response game with them. Yeah, Um <sighs> but- yeah, it's it's all, it's all a fucking clusterfuck, and and the the other thing that's really aggravating to me about this, just one of the little other little factual things that keep getting in the way, is that the whole report that oh we just thought that he had that he was holding himself up and that it was no longer an active shooter situation. Um, I've I've shot guns a few times um, there. This might be surprising to, to people listening. Uh, guns are fucking loud. Very loud. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they cause explosions. Uh, actually, it kind of if you think about it, at least uh, a, a couple explosions. I, I have actual hearing loss um, from guns. Yeah. Every military guy that I know has hearing loss from fucking guns pretty loud because guns are fucking loud you can't you i don't care how fucking big the school is it's not like, a big school either no like i'm thinking about like a university well like a i mean i mean city and you can, can still it, fucking we can hear see it. it
0: in this picture here you have uh, six outdoor units for air conditioning in the school in texas the far deep yeah. south of texas That is not a very big school. That's maybe, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, eight classrooms? And a cafeteria? So it's all just lying. It's just lying. Yeah, it's Um, all just lying, and everything that's come out since... Um, I mean, there's there's been updates, even what what I'm showing you now uh, since then. No, but sure. we don't need to get in the weeds of all the updates necessarily, because
1: those will probably be lies too. And yes, then exactly. yeah, something else will come that, out. That's that why I'm not be, like
0: getting us into the yeah. weeds of all the lies, because it's just lies on top of lies on top of lies.
1: Yeah, it's one of the reasons we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about Trump. Exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah, because people were willing to admit that those were lies, uh, but. The shit. I just lost it. It's gone. Sorry. Anyway, this is a cool thing. This is a great thing that happened. Everyone's very happy with it. Uh, yeah. Just wonderful. We're very pleased with the world. Um, I will say, I will say that I have thought of one situation in which I would, be okay with the police in general existing. And it's if they did an extremized version of what they say they do. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Which is that which is that any situation where there was the most minor inconvenience to me that they would die for me. <laughs> like my my Uber Eats order is late, they will pick it up politely of course like helping the the delivery person out like a you know not not getting in their way or anything pick it up from them race across the fucking city launch it out of a t-shirt cannon through my window and get fucking smashed by a train yeah in order to in order to to get I did that this for you yeah um, yeah. any time that I need to cross the fucking street a police officer uh, in order to stop me from getting hit by a car gets hit by four of them in order to like thrust me across you know if if police officers were actually in the amount of trouble that they seem to think that they're in all the fucking time they can give you, people you tickets occasionally or shoot point. a dog Yeah. yeah. alright uh,
0: so we need some mouthwash after this And all the other things we talked about, I think. I don't care anymore, Mike. Well, I care a little bit. Look, man. I need this. Uh, But but what I would like to do is uh, take a quick uh, little break. Um, A
1: a, a breeder, as they call it.
0: A breather, yes.
1: Take a a quick little break,
0: and then we'll come back, and then we'll do uh, the funny stuff. Eh? Eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is is that like a playoff of uh majority f- reports fun half?
0: No, I wasn't even thinking about that at all, but I because it's not a uh. half. It's it's more of like a fun one sixth. Fuck
1: you. Okay. <laughs> well, Shut up. <laughs> all
0: right. We will
2: be <laughs>
1: right Nerd. back. All right. Love you. Bye. You're you're muted. What's happening for the listener for this? Huh? What happens for the listener during this part? Oh,
0: they, they just keep hearing this. They can hear this too, actually, because I haven't muted.
1: Oh, good. Yet. I was like, is it just is it just fucking like?
0: <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's I I, I need I need lobby. to I need to set up some some like intermission music, but uh, yeah,
1: they, they just have know. to
0: deal with like a a minute or two of us being silent while we go uh deal with
2: ourselves.
1: If if we if we occasionally have funny things to say when people are you know pissing or whatnot then I think it's great that they get, get more content because as I've said many times before, I prefer, prefer the listener yeah, prefer immensely. The listener. Yes. Yeah. Of course. I love you. I love you I'm so much. Go pee.
2: I love you so much right now. This is the ASMR part of the Benzo rehab dungeon podcast. Okay. Now I'm relearning how to do ASMR. You see? That's the real problem here is that I have a nice voice, but if I do it for ASMR, it's not nearly as nice sounding because you don't get the damper of it. You don't get the real depth of my voice if you're listening um, to me doing uh, vocalizations like this. I suppose it's not a bad sounding voice uh, like this either, per se, but uh, it just doesn't have that same quality. That uh, I know you're all looking for. Uh, so I'm sorry I would be doing a mukbang uh, ASMR channel, uh, but I just uh, I can't do it now because ultimately I'm just I'm kind of disappointed in myself, uh, both genetically um, and uh, you know my own capacity to train my voice into being um, you know what it could be. Um, does anyone have a real bassy whisper? It's not like you have to have, like, a whisper is inherently non bassy. Like, yeah, duh, obviously. It's like a big old instrument. You know, if, uh, if you're blowing uh, a note through a horn, it's very long. You know, it's going to be a lower pitch than a very short horn but I suppose you could still play something at or, or, or a piano or a pianissimo uh, and mezzo forte or forte or fortissimo all at the same pitch. So there's something else going on there. Uh, anyway, um, I was watching a video of a woman's vocal cords uh, from the inside because I'm a pervert uh and for science uh and it fucking sucked it was so scary uh i hated saying it and i don't feel good about voices anymore anyway uh so i'm done with that let's get into the real ASMR part of this
0: man that seems to have gotten really violent
3: yeah
0: <laughs> Is the uh, is the listener going to be okay after what you did to them while I was gone, or no?
1: Yeah, actually, I, I mostly just talked to them about voices. And also woman's throat. <laughs> oh,
0: man. That anyway, doesn't seem good. All right, yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, uh, I think it's your job to ASMR them.
0: Well, I'm just so, going to give uh, them positive, positive affirmations. Okay, fine. Yeah, best I can do. Listener, I... I hope you know that whatever Dorian says, you know, about you or to you, it doesn't it doesn't change how I see you. I appreciate you very much. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you so much that you should just... I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm I'm feeling a connection here and uh if you gave me a lot of money. I would really love that. I I don't know. This is just a thing of, I'm, I'm like it's it's hard to describe exactly where this is coming from. I, I feel like it's uh something deep inside of of our relationship. Our very real relationship that isn't in any way. Oh shit, Who? he's back. Who? <laughs> oh shit! uh Let's. Uh... Who the
2: fuck are you talking about?
0: I was trying to convince the listener to give us a lot of money, but you.
2: Oh you kinda...
1: well, yeah. I mean, they have. I just. Refuse to share it with you because God I'm a businessman. It. A businessman.
0: <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and start up the uh, live stream again. Beep boop, beep beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. All right, on, we are the back.
1: Whole Arm of mine, my... it's all collapsed. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh Christ!
0: Did you just oh, break my... your microphone when I came back?
1: I did. I did. All right. Not the microphone, just the just the stand, just swinging around like. Anyway,
0: I'm back. I'm back. You can continue. It's kind of funny because sometimes when you move a little bit out of frame, it looks like it's blurring your mouth as if you're saying bad words. I am. Yeah, you are. But like, we don't censor here, so that's silly.
1: Censoring the slurs.
0: Oh no. Um, so this is one of my favorite articles that I've seen recently, uh, which is uh, headlined: oh, yeah. "Apple Car Could Offer a Windowless Virtual Reality Experience to Passengers."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Nice. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so while we still don't know a lot about Apple's upcoming vehicle that has been dubbed as the Apple Car, very. Very creative. It's the I-Car. What the
1: fuck is wrong with you people?
0: Uh, the rumor mill is hard at work again. Fresh speculations about Apple's upcoming electric vehicles include a windowless design, an illustration of which went viral on social media in the last week. This is the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the
1: illustration. <laughs> nice, good, all right. Uh,
0: for for the listener, uh, imagine a shitty LG mouse, but it has a Apple logo on it and wheels.
1: Oh, I was gonna say a black piece of soap.
0: That's also fair. Like after you've rubbed it on yourself a couple of times. Yeah, it's, it's got, got some wheels. ball hairs hanging off of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um it's it's that it sucks
2: that's very good
1: I, <laughs> I love that's just that's it is baffling to me this uh
0: the way they sell it is so hilarious is a windowless
1: yeah. experience yeah like so we, we we were talking about that dorm uh a while back with the like fake oh yeah, windows yeah. and yeah right yeah and that on its own is just asinine and evil. A fucking a car, the nice thing about a car, in my mind, I mean, there are a lot of nice things about cars, a lot of horrible things about cars as well. But one of the things I really like about a car uh, is that it allows me to move through the world uh, and experience and quite and a look lot of things over a, a brief period of time. Like, right. I can move it... At like 70 to 90 miles an hour and experience all sorts of different in environments and in spaces and see things, roll down the windows, feel the fucking air, smell shit, just experience sunlight when I generally don't leave my fucking home because I'm an evil hermit, I'm a wizard. Uh, and, and it's it's my wizard's bubble that I get to fly around in to experience the world, uh, you know, by proxy, but not by proxy, by proxy. Like, what the fuck? A windowless experience? Also, you know those things are going to shut down and kill you.
0: Oh, yeah. No. Uh, uh, it's a coffin. Right. Um, The whole, like, Ice self-driving coffin, car yes. thing has been, like. Not great for uh, probably the last ten years, um,
1: and, and and even even if it worked well, I don't want to be in a car where I can't see what's happening outside.
0: Right? Yeah, that's 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 the other problem about it. Um, you well, know, it so, might be lying to me. I, I I also wanted to to use this to to relay a story, a personal no, story no. of mine. Look what
1: happened. During
0: our drives, no, is... no, 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 different story, different story. Okay. We right. we're not going to go there. Um, Thank God. So the other day, I I drive probably a uh, hundred and twenty miles a day lately. Um, for I, work. I drive a Prius. Don't worry, it's good for the environment i don't know i I don't really have any other defense than uh i'm making money right now and uh uh, that's that's all i can do because i live in capitalist hell um (laughs) i get paid for mileage so it kind of makes sense for me to drive a lot but um also my job just demands me drive a lot but anyways i drive a, a, a 120 miles a day lately uh somewhere around there um and the the other day i was driving up the five and uh i saw this tesla uh which was kind of driving weird for a while and i was like you know keeping it in in my like uh like maybe stay away from this yeah like be cautious of this area over here because this car is driving weird sort of uh sort of driving uh, thing that I was doing um, and then it comes up to this exit and it's it's one of those uh, you know if you're in the far light right right lane, uh, you have to exit sort of situations and instead of exiting, this car uh, just drives straight, almost hits the barriers. And, uh, merges two lanes over, and then, like, is in, like, the the second from the right lane, um, without, That's like, any kind of, like, checks, any kind of change in speed, anything like that. And I was like, holy fuck, I think this might be self-driving, and this guy yeah. almost killed, like, uh, probably ten people, because he cut off a bunch of cars, Well or or she you know it could be a girl robot Dang. driving the car who knows um, they 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 cut off several cars not exiting and just deciding to like merge two lanes over with. and and I'm telling you like this this wasn't like a human reaction where I was like oh shit I don't want to take that exit I want to merge over It was just this straight line where it's like, oh, I'm not a a thinking human being. I'm just a robot that needs to get two lanes over, and I'm going to take the most direct route there. Um, And that was uh, scary to me. Thankfully, I was getting off on the next exit, and I was like, good luck with that. Hope nobody dies.
1: Yeah, the the thing that, uh, the one thing that Grand Theft Auto taught me is that, as soon as you have more spatial variables than chess, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> robots are always dumber than you are.
0: Well, and and always. The, and the thing is, so so we we have this concept of what AI is, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll you'll see a lot, of, or at least I see a lot of times, because I've got like incredibly poisoned metadata on like all social media platforms. But I've seen a lot of videos of oh, I trained an AI to play this game, right? And we're talking about a game like Mario. And what the AI will do is like, it'll miss the first jump. Okay. And then it'll respawn and then it'll go back and then it'll try the jump again and it'll miss that too. And then like 300 tries later of like speed running the same jump over and over again, it finally gets to jump right. And it goes, ah, I've got a positive result from this. So now I go to the next jump. And then 300 tries later, it misses those it, jumps.
1: It takes <laughs> countless iterations uh, for machine learning to do anything right. Yes. Right? That's how it learns. <laughs> machine it, it,
0: machine learning is just a uh, uh, bad intellect applied at a yeah. lightning pace over I, and over again.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I... Without giving a whole lot of things away, I work related to a company uh, that uses machine learning on text uh, without using visual uh, uh, AI. So kind of a weird way of doing it. Uh, And I will just say that while it will get better, uh, it's dumber than any four-year-old that you could yep. ever try to convince to do a thing it, um,
0: it, it's trying yeah. to always push the square through the circle hole yep. until it's like ah maybe I try the next one over and it's like oh no that's yeah. the x shape it's, and then it goes on to the triangle shape
1: it's trying to plug the usb in mm-hmm. flipping it over over and over and over again and even when it's right it's often wrong you know like, yeah yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, So, Madison in the chat says, no, that's not a robot, that's just your average LA driver. It was a robot. I drive in LA all the time. That was so fucking bizarre that it could not be explained by just like, oh, this is a dickhead driver. I experience dickhead drivers all the time, but dickhead drivers, at the very least, are not trying to, like, kill everyone around them. This was an instance... Mm and uh, no, no. I I drive a lot now. I mean I
1: believe you I believe yes. you. I I do believe that you're you're estimating what this was correctly, but asshole drivers.
0: I mean, they want they to get into to a, a do conflict that. at the very least, probably. But um <laughs> anyways, let's move on to our next funny topic. This has all been funny so far. Haha, <laughs> we're all laughing, we're <laughs> all <laughs> Good
1: thing that these topics are funny, because we're not <laughs>
0: This is actually pretty fucking hilarious. Um, one of my favorite oh, yeah, stories. <laughs> so, uh, that this headline uh, reads: Someone stole Seth Green's board ape, which was supposed to star in his new show. <laughs> the actor has been pleading on Twitter with Darkwing eighty four, who bought his
1: That's ape so from a That's scammer. So good. That's the best part of this. <laughs> to that is it. the best part of this news. Yeah. Darkwing eighty <laughs> four. <laughs> Uh, which, which that, I assume not, not, is a not,
0: reference to Darkwing Duck,
1: right? Yeah. Well, it's it's Darkwing Duck and you know not just because of Darkwing Duck, but also because of the age mm-hmm. of this person, 1984. <laughs> uh-huh. The prime age to be
0: born and watch Darkwing Duck.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe a little younger. Like he's a little old maybe. Uh, but right. But only yeah. by a couple yeah. Of years. Right. Yeah. Um but is this for that mila kunis show i know she was also doing a stupid nft show
0: i have no idea
1: uh, um but but Seth that's green, that's the extent of my knowledge on any of this so
0: yeah no i i looked into this a little bit deeper um so so this is seth green uh not a very funny guy um Actor and producer Seth Green was robbed of several NFTs this month after succumbing to a phishing scam that inadvertently threw a monkey wrench into the plan for his new animated series. The forthcoming show was developed from characters in Green's expansive NFT collection, but in light of the recent. Screenshot them! Yeah, exactly. Uh, in in light of the recent hack, the project's blatant crypto optimism has become a tragically ironic reminder of the industry's shadier side. Um, oh. oh god! So yeah, cool, uh, uh, wow. NFT guy falls for phishing scam, loses all of his monkeys. Uh, can and and you know let let's not uh let's not paint uh Seth Green as like an innocent little cute guy here. No. Uh the reason he was trying to do a show based off of his NFTs is to increase the market value of his
1: NFT, yeah. right? To do like a rug pull scam of some sort.
0: Right. So he was trying like, to do his own little rug pull thing uh where he pumps up the value of his NFT by making it into a show that, you know, Maybe a couple hundred thousand people watch and uh because a couple hundred thousand people watch it, you can s- sell it as memorabilia or something like that. By the way, Dank Luz,
1: uh NFT is coming out uh in thirty-six minutes. Um if uh if everyone buys one, yes, y- everyone gets one to share. But you have to buy in uh, so.
0: thirty-six minutes.
1: Um, you do you do yeah. uh because I will sell in 37.
0: And and this uh, is the
1: this is a project that you're uh,
0: co-heading with Ariel Pink is that correct? I am. I am.
1: <laughs> did we did we ever cover we the we did that. We did we did cover uh, that. Yeah, that? Did, okay. did cover that yeah. uh, but also uh, per Seth Green I just I need to share the one thing that pops into my head every time that that he pops into the news which is that um He's not when funny. I was a young, oh, go ahead. When I was a when I was a young, uh, my my mother was actually extremely into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep, and so it we would be playing on the TV every Thursday night on F X or Fox or something, right? And uh, so I was exposed to quite a, quite a lot of it, uh, and then I went on to. Date a bunch of Buffy people because I, I'm, I'm apologizing to myself deep down. Yeah. Uh, but even as a child, watching this show, when they introduced Seth Green as like a fucking werewolf, suddenly I had no I idea just, that was
0: a thing. But go on. Yeah,
1: I I don't know how long lived it was. I think he was a pretty short lived character, but it did happen. Uh, he dated Willow, I think, who was the nerd witch, uh, but uh, the listener, the listener, the listener uh, knows but it. As, soon, as soon as they brought him on, even me in like, I don't know, seventh grade or whatever the fuck, I thought to myself, why are they bringing him onto the show? <laughs> He's a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> speaking of he's a, being, he's a, a funny loser. guy that no one thinks is funny. Okay,
0: yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, uh, his his most great notable, great junior Doctor Evil though. Well, his most notable role in like how I remember him is the crippled pilot from Mass Effect and he's not funny in that he's oh just like oh my god i forgot about that yeah he's just a crippled pilot that's like uh i'm crippled and uh, that's my entire character um
1: doctor evil's son is the one good thing he's done probably i guess mass effect was fine
0: no i'm not saying he was fine in mass effect i'm just saying that that's all i remember no, I'm him just, from i being uh, a shit i so, want so someone is, uh, Seth green's twitter um and uh Uh, a post he made which uh, says looking forward to precedent setting debates on IP ownership and exploitation having spent 18 years studying copyright and the industry laws I'd rather he says "ather, but uh, you know we'll editorialize there I'd rather meet Darkwing 84 to make a deal versus in court we can prove the promise of ape community.
1: Oh, shut up!
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, uh, so do you want to see a trailer for the uh, show that he was working no. on?
1: No, oh, I don't. Well, that's the next week, anyways. Give it to me.
0: <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> so this, uh, this, this was highlighted at uh, uh Gary V's uh NFT conference that happened. Oh.
1: Of course it was. Of course it and was. And by the way, have you looked at pictures of Gary Vee's NFTs? That's actually we... the next link. Okay, great. So... Because we brought them up a few weeks ago, and you were like, "I don't, I don't even, I don't even pay attention to him." And I'm like, his NFTs are hilarious. Yeah,
0: no, I, um, uh, I started paying attention.
1: I, I was right. Um,
0: you were exactly
1: right. You just right all the time. <laughs> all right. I'm, I've never been wrong. <laughs>
0: So uh apologies in advance for the bad audio, but this is like the only recording that anybody has of the Seth Green uh, NFT yeah. show because it was only uh the, the trailer was only shown at Gary V's conference, uh which was an NFT conference, and it was only shown on this big screen, and uh it, it probably won't ever happen, it. This happen because video it's is a- an
1: NFT. What's that? We get it. We yeah. get it. The video is an NFT. Sure. Yeah, you don't have to keep doing this. Um, uh, but quick question be before it. you hit play, <laughs> go ahead. This whole podcast, all of these podcasts are NFTs now. So if anyone wants to buy any one episode of these podcasts, nope. um, well, I don't know how any of any of it works, can't but do that. you can't screenshot a podcast, <laughs> so we beat you. We beat <laughs> you, fuckers. Yeah. You idiots, you fucking fools. Um, but uh, is the show called? monkey business no it's it's called like the white
0: horse tavern or something like that you have
1: no idea how hard i just tried and succeeded in not smashing my wine glass against the table i'm proud of you we're all proud of you let's watch this trailer (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'll just say, will do their part, maybe tonight. <laughs> I
4: kind of want that rose.
2: Don't take the
4: rose, sweetie. I'm um, taking my break. What? Oi! Can I open up to you? Of course. Mm, don't do that to your friends. You
2: just put that on somebody who's
4: not being paid. You're about one G&T away from a screaming match. Now those two are due. It's <laughs> Have so much love Quadruple whiskey. Coming right up. Want me to rough him up? I am the only gay guy in my ballet class who can make a fist. We need a festival. A festival for people who do not depend on anyone You're never in a
2: relationship.
4: Yeah, I like it that way. If I don't come in Monday, pick me up at the ICU. Wanna grab a slice or
3: something? Yeah, nah.
4: Not, not take it.
1: Just everyone who grew up on 90s media
0: yeah they've seen all that before should be
1: dead i'm sorry it's it's our time for us to go yeah. All right. Well we don't deserve <laughs> to, to be on this earth anymore. This
0: is the last episode of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's because can, can uh, we
1: leave uh with the uh uh goddamn, I just forgot the name of the show. Fuck. I, I mean stepped this is all scrub, over my own joke. Right? This is this is scrubbed <sighs> with an attacker. Oh man, that's 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 two thousands media.
0: What how, is wrong how I met with your you? mother? Uh I don't know.
1: No, that's even later.
2: I don't know, man. What
0: is happening? What's happening? The, you can't give right your now. own reference, so I'm just throwing them out there. Yeah, this is because all me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> all right, so what's <laughs> my
1: excuse?
3: Ah, shit, you got me. <laughs>
1: um, wow, yeah, that that sucked. Yeah, it just uh, sucked, right? Y- I yeah. want to make jokes, but I, I just apart from. I, I
0: mean, it, it's bad enough that it's, it's like an artifact oh, of the
1: '90s in a bad way.
0: It, it's bad enough that it's like, ah, uh, we're we're in this tavern, and so we experience all these stories from humans that come into the tavern, right? Right. That's that, that's like the basis yeah. of it. And then it's like, oh, also, my Bored ape NFT is like, yeah, well, I just like being alone. You know, I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship. Uh, let me ask a girl out on a date. Oh, yeah, no, she rejected me. Yeah, no, I was just like being polite about it. Like, that's the shit that's happening in that. And it's just, yeah, like, shoot well, me in the head
1: before you let me watch that. It's a I'm show that it. is, yeah, it's clearly <laughs> inspired. Uh, and, and and keep in mind, I heard almost none of the audio, I just couldn't hear shit, but I, I count myself as lucky. Uh, yeah, no, it's, but, it's
0: really terrible audio. So
1: I mean, I could tell somehow well everything that was being said. Right. Like I just had a psychic link to it, but <laughs> but it's it's made. <sighs> Imagine the, the the show Daria. Okay. Yeah. And Mission Hill. Oh. Two. Two shows I love. I love Mission Hill. I have a brain tumor that's going to kill me one day. Uh, unrelated. Uh, I don't know why I decided I needed to inform everyone of that then. Um, but, but those two things, which are fundamentally the same type of comedy, in a way, uh, just instilled into, like, an AR world. And that's the sense that I got off of this.
0: Yeah, no, that, that seems about right, yeah. I think.
1: So kill everyone that was alive and enjoying like uh, uh popular media in the nineties. Kill, kill them all. Kill us all.
0: Yeah, cool. Um so kill us kill us all. As I noted before. Kill us all. <laughs> uh the the this trailer was part of uh, Gary V's uh, NFT conference. How
2: oh, did I forget that? This now I can't so do this uh, anymore. Let's go ahead and
0: take a look at Gary V's NFTs. Um, <laughs> they're up on the screen now for the listener. Uh, imagine a third-grade child drawings third grade second grade maybe
2: uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry I can't I can't look at the alien one
0: oh, okay let's I just let's go to I a can't. different letter then uh, since you can't look at the alien one it'll be better it's on so a gay probably. <laughs>
2: Do you remember? <laughs> these aren't any better. Oh no,
0: they're not any better. Uh, let me go to a well, different letter do, then.
1: Do you remember again as a '90s kid? Uh, a '90s kid born in the '80s, as myself. We're we're both cool old people. Um, do you remember the the quarter machines that that gave out the little uh, like? Plastic alien figures. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they were almost all, for some reason, they were always really racist. They all had like different kinds of like cholo gear mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yeah. That's all I can think of when I see that little alien that Gary So drew.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you go to these <laughs> letters, right? So we're back on A. Uh, you know, the, the first three uh, accountable ant. Accountable ant eater, adaptable oh, alien. Uh, it says forty total under adaptable alien. It says forty total under basically all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go mm. ahead and, and and click on adaptable alien. Oh god, it's just that same shitty alien drawing, but with different
1: backgrounds. Yeah, different backgrounds. Yeah.
0: Uh, that that's all. Gary V. NFT's R is uh, this. Um, so, again, we, we can go to any letter. Uh, so, go to M. Go to M.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, we're in because there's M. one in... Yes, macro, micro. That one.
0: Oh, okay. Macro, micro. What, uh, 40 what total. a piece of art.
3: Incredible.
0: Uh, so, so in big letters, you have macro. and little letters, you have micro mind-blowing art and this is all just on different backgrounds
1: um i i wrote a poem and had it published under a different name once as an experiment i was fucking around in undergrad. um it was very simple and it was just kind of a funny cute thing i was doing and i I did it under a different name because i just didn't i don't know it, it wasn't my usual thing uh but i get embarrassed thinking about it because it feels so similar to this uh, in a certain way. Except I think mine was was uh, as close to good as it could be while well, still being bad, whereas this is a fucking nightmare. Uh, and if anyone wants to see it, I'll send it to them. Uh, but this is, actually, I'll just post it, uh, but this is such a fucking nightmare for me. It triggers me looking at this. Well, it's. I mean, you awesome. were probably
0: trying to make like uh, millions. I was of not dollars making an NFT. Of, yeah, <laughs> you you weren't trying to make millions of dollars off of whatever you were doing. Uh, Here's the thing, though. I should have. You should have. Yeah, you could have okay. done some micro,
1: macro uh, NFTs. I could have been the first rich American poet of the 21st century. Oh no! Oh god, I just thought about <laughs> other people okay go on. i have
0: one last link we don't have to watch it all uh but but i want to watch some of it um Mm-mm. and this was sent to us by a uh a friend of the dungeon
1: might as well watch the wait how long is it
0: we're we're not gonna watch it all
1: how long is it
0: it's uh 14 minutes long
1: oh um, yeah never mind
0: we're not gonna watch it all
1: um no but I was, uh, I was. If it was less than five minutes, I was about to demand that we watch it all. No, no, uh, no. But no, yeah. Uh,
0: we we cannot. Uh, but but this <laughs> We're is uh...
1: legally not allowed. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is uh, a PragerU. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's a game show called Guess or Mess, Ayn Rand. Um, oh.
1: Oh. Yeah already not is it just Ayn rand versus nietzsche quotes and they have to figure out which, so one's which
0: imagine if Nickelodeon was trying to uh uh make uh anarcho-capitalists <laughs> or, or um, uh, like false libertarian uh uh conservatives oh. or something
2: oh god uh,
0: okay so yeah let's uh let's go ahead and dive in let's roll
5: By Prager You Kids. I'm Noah, and in this show, if you answer a question fast and correctly, you avoid getting totally gross and messy. <laughs> Joining us today, we've got Samantha. Hi, Hot and we've got kids. Leah. Before coming here, each of you read our Prager You Kids digital magazine about Iron Ranch from our website. Now we're going to see how much oh of it goodness. you guys remember. Like... Here are your messes for today: Blue Goo, Nacho Cheese Spray plant chowder, spam, baby food, water beads, cottage cheese, ketchup and mustard, mud, and a pie in the face. Before we play, Ayn Rand was born in 1905 in St. Petersburg, Russia. She was a philosopher and best-selling author. In her youth, rand lived through the 1917 bolshevik revolution that brought communism to russia she and her family fled communist russia for the united states she learned english by watching movies and plays and worked as a screenwriter in hollywood rand strongly supported individual freedom and capitalism her writings helped create
0: this this is a normal introduction to a game show Uh, Anyways, we're going to continue.
5: ...what's called objectivism, which means that people have the right to pursue values that bring them happiness. Are you ready to play the game? Yeah! Louder! Yeah! The youngest player goes first. Now, everybody get your hands into the bowl. You're not allowed to take them out for the entire game. If you do, you lose a point. You ready? Let's go. Here's your first question, Samantha. Before getting to the United States when she was 21, what country did Ayn Rand escape from? Russia. That is correct! She did escape from Russia! So that means... Leah gets the best! <laughs> no! Oh! No.
1: Wait, what's the blue shirt? Oh
5: my goodness! No. Uh, it's just
1: gross blue stuff.
5: i was <laughs> gonna do it with my hands.
1: Okay. Yeah, I hate blue stuff.
5: Yeah. Yeah. One more,
1: yeah,
5: one more big one. On her hands. That was the deal. With you. <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. Okay. Question in mess number two goes to Leah. What happened in her homeland that made Ein Rand need to escape and move to the USA? The rise of communism. That is correct. It was the communist takeover or the communist revolution. During the Bolshevik Revolution, Ein's family suffered years of poverty after armed soldiers took over her father's pharmacy.
3: So you think it's nice?
2: Wait, what,
5: is,
1: what is that? Oh Clam or spam or any of the gross
2: Those shit.
5: Those feel
1: weird. Is well, there fucking beads?
2: That's
0: that's coming up later. Uh, what what I really love about this game oh. Oh. show is uh, it, it's also like a, a false documentary about Ayn Rand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But primarily, um, whenever a kid like instead of uh, when the kids get something wrong, like the classic Nickelodeon thing, right? It's a zero sum game that they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, instead of like Nickelodeon style rules where if you get something wrong, you get slimed or whatever. It's your opponent got something right. Now you're being punished. And so this is actually incredibly fitting for what they're discussing, which is uh, got mine. Fuck you. Uh
1: (laughs) I mean, that's that's how actually this podcast works, is that whenever uh, I make a joke Mike cuts a fucking chunk of flesh off of his leg. And whenever whenever he makes a joke, uh I I do the same thing. Yeah. Um we don't
0: have legs anymore because we're both No, because we're both so fucking funny. So Uh, so let's watch just a little bit more of this because it only gets weirder uh as
1: and and like should we should we skip forward or are we just gonna keep I
0: just um, we just need to watch it and and sequence. I want to I see think. the
1: spam. I want to I want I want those little kids to be squeezing clam spam
0: with spam. their little thingies. Uh, but let's mm-hmm. let's go on, I guess.
5: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Question of number three goes it. to Samantha. I hate it. What was Ein Rand's first name before moving to America? Alyssa Rosenbaum. <gasps> the correct answer was Alyssa! Yeah. Young Alyssa taught herself to read and write before entering school. She had strong opinions and decided at age nine that she wanted to be a writer. That means Leah gets the mess! Spam!
3: <gasps> oh, I don't even
5: know what is in this. I don't, <laughs> don't even know what it is. Ew, it Stop it! Oh my god. Ah! <laughs> you want a big chunk? Oh, oh.
0: Hell. Wow. is this not just like bizarre and uncomfortable? Like not even like a like uh oh, you got slime sort of way, but like a
1: that no, just is, sucks. Man.
0: Why is she rubbing it on them?
1: Yeah, yeah, the rubbing it on their forearms and also shoulders and shit thing is pretty weird, and she's mostly doing (sighs) it, frankly, to the older, more developed one. I feel like this is a weird fetish thing that the director is demanding. So
0: so this was sent to me under the uh, the caption um, Dennis Prager is uh, doing this as like a weird fetish thing. Um,
1: Uh Yeah. which, oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with
1: Frankly, I'm, t- I'm surprised that it's not their feet in the bowls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, probably true. Um, um, oh, sorry. I, I have a really important question, though. Yeah. For the listener and for you, friend, pal, buddy. Spam. Are we a pro or, con- uh, a, a pro or, or, or against a spam podcast? Completely indifferent. Okay, so we're we're uh, we're a C plus on spam. Yeah, because I like it in very select uh, circumstances. So pro mail, pro ish spam. <laughs> Got it. I, these are important. These I, these yeah. are the things that right. the in in America wars are fought over. Uh, these things. Uh, I'm not gonna touch on the really boring, obvious one, uh, but there's a pineapple on pizza joke around here somewhere that I'm not gonna make because fuck those people. Who cares? Uh, yeah. But um, whatever
0: you want on a fucking pizza,
1: unless you have a strong opinion,
0: Michael. Let's continue playing
5: this. Ew, that's- <laughs> Should I mush it up for you? <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, question uh, and mess number.
0: We have to go out of our way to make the gross thing gross because it's like just like normal sort of. Right. Yeah. Let me mush it up for you. Let me make this intolerable more.
2: If you get this one wrong, you have to have a
1: pony jar full of Daniel <laughs> Prager's <laughs> cum poured uh, all over your fingers. That's uh, uh, not Daniel Prager.
2: What was his name?
1: Uh, David
2: Prager?
0: <laughs> oh, Danny yet. Prager? Dennis Prager. <laughs> Dennis Prager, yeah. Danny oh, yeah. Prager uh, in France. And, by the way,
1: it would be such an easy uh, production thing uh, to make these things grosser simply by macerating them.
0: Yeah, like puree them beforehand. Into yeah. Very little effort. But instead Cured you're making spam. this, mm. this uh, poor girl uh who needs to be the host uh like ima- macerate them on set because <laughs> yeah
1: yeah just imagine imagine what her cv looks like you know, it's like hosted, oh, in uh, in 2022, I rubbed yes or spam miss. all over little girls' bodies <laughs> yeah. while Dennis Prager watched. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know that thing when when uh, when you're like uh, applying for a job, and it's like maybe contact this prior employer. You know she's yeah. checking. No, she can't. She can't take oh, this. Yeah.
1: Well, well, not even for her own defense, but but to defend the people that might get on the phone with pranger you right. know right? like yeah. you can't sign someone else uh someone up for sexual harassment like that right
0: uh so so let's watch just a little bit more I I promise we're, we're we're near the end
5: Before goes we're
0: well we're near the end of what we're gonna watch
5: how did ayn rand learn english uh her mother taught her that is incorrect, Samantha. Now you get a chance to answer. She taught herself to read and write. That is also incorrect. The correct answer was by watching films in her aunt's theater. Oh my gosh, I remember that. How did I forget? Aw, uh, too late. Oh man. Uh
0: oh, you both gotta get <laughs> messy. Uh, no. This
5: one's for both of you. Clam chowder. <gasps> yes. Yeah. That-
2: That's actually. Oh <laughs> <laughs> funny. It it's the
1: most appetizing thing I've seen so far. <laughs> That's lamb <laughs> chowder, right? Yeah. It's um, a little more. It's <gasps> a little more.
3: <laughs> Hot
1: take. Hot take. Lamb chowder doesn't belong on kids' hands. That, yep. It gets pretty gross <laughs> if you pour it on it with kids' hands. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, where's clam chowder on its own delightful uh,
0: Dennis Prager (laughs) being normal (laughs) doing normal guy things not a weirdo no not a guy who we should maybe do something about I don't know just throwing things out there not do, saying do, do you have a clear. Specific. Image
1: of Dennis Prager's dog in your head right now.
0: Uh, we, we can look up Dennis Prager's dog, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was my hint, that was my little nudge.
0: Yeah, um, this is that boy. Yep,
1: yep. Okay, Dennis Prager watching this, his dog <laughs> sitting on his lap. Yep, as he slowly grows more erect. <laughs> oh, no. The dog shifts around a little Otto, bit. Auto like was the dog's
0: name. Uh, I'm uh, more like
1: auto erotic. Right.
0: Yeah, that was the joke I was gonna make. Um,
1: we we Can have... I take my medicine, take yours too. You're, take Dad's you're medicine. Jumping
0: over so many steps of closing this thing down. Fuck. God damn. It. I always do this. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Uh, well, it it almost seems like you don't want to be here, which we'll talk about later with HR. I, it's not that I don't. <laughs> It's not that I it's don't. It's interesting because not, every time I send you the to link to the podcast Zoom meeting, you go ye, and then when you actually join, yeah. it's like nee. You go no, from ye to so No, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. That's only true about forty percent of the time, because the rest of the time, when you send me the link, I say and I quote, "Fuck you, shut like. up, nerd." Oh
0: yeah, or that.
3: Hmm.
1: So, I mean, I'm pretty clear about my feelings about this uh little little project
0: before we go. Do you have any um pitches that you'd like to give? I'm just putting the Benzo Rehab logo up here for for this endpoint. John never I does just... this kind of shit. This is the kind of shit that that I do because I'm the the head honcho.
1: This is this is the kind of shit a producer would do. <laughs> yeah.
0: If John was a real fucking producer anyways.
1: I um, mean with the amount of talking he does on the podcast. Uh, yeah.
2: Not a real
0: producer. <laughs> just, just just some guy that we like.
2: <laughs> He's
1: That's just
0: our friend. I'm going to tell the listeners <laughs> this episode and take everything to heart. <laughs> um,
2: but uh just go. No.
3: What about that?
0: I guess I got nothing.
1: <laughs> um, no, I mean... Uh, uh, so one. Coward. Oh. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, yeah. So no significant pitches. Uh, just the usual. Uh, we are continuing with two weeks of Bataille for our fascism workshop. Uh, Patreon.com slash Truncata. T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A. Uh, and uh, Yeah, so that'll be fun starting tomorrow morning and going on um, and uh, delving deeper into that. There are also some really big changes for the workshop coming. Uh, So kind of keep your ears and eyes open for that. But uh, some pretty significant changes that I'm uh, excited about. And uh, otherwise, that's it for me. I don't really have anything.
0: Cool. Well, I actually have some interesting news over here. Uh tomorrow night I will be on Eight Plates uh podcast. Oh hell yeah. I have no idea what we're gonna talk about because I have to choose a he subject. Doesn't tell still. You of time. <laughs> yeah. No, uh he, he asked me to, to to think of something um to to, to talk about.
1: Let, let me just say right now, really quickly. It's not gonna go uh at, yeah. No, 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 no. I I, I think it'll go well.
0: Um, Oh, no, I don't mean it's it's not going to go well. I just mean, like, I should just pick the most generic thing I can think of, and then it's just going to be like, whatever from there.
1: No, yeah, don't fucking plan on anything. Yeah. Like, have. Not like I do here. Yeah, have like a works. thought that you might want to bring up eventually if you get stuck. Like right. that's it. Yeah, uh, because it's fucking chaos. I love that guy. He's he has he the most chaotic goblin energy out of any fucking human being I've ever met. And I love that about him so he's much. A, he's
0: a sweet but young man.
1: Yeah, he's fantastic. And, and, and that's actually kind of what I wanted to say, which is that you're so lucky having engaged with him a little bit before going on to his podcast because you have a taste for what he's like. And see, I'm already like accidentally starting to copy a lot of his vocal rhythms (laughs) Yeah, just because he's such an infectious, like fucking violent, weird human being and, and wonderful because I, and and I'm going to call him out right now. People like Maxwell uh, from, uh, from Schizotopia uh, have uh, have been horrified after being caught on Eight Plates' podcast and uh, and just essentially bullied by him. Uh <laughs> because DC is uh, is like I said a fucking goblin. Uh and it's wonderful. So uh I'm really excited actually to to well, hear this. I so can't,
0: I can't be bullied by that boy because uh I love
1: you're him. his dad now. You're his uncle, really.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm almost Teo, as they would say in some circles and uh also i plan on uh showing up drunk so oh yeah fight me at my worst (laughs) you'll get me at my worst (laughs)
1: there you go um perfect man
0: so yeah tomorrow night i'll be on eight places podcast uh no idea what we're talking about yet i i should give him some kind of idea but i i don't think uh, when when i asked him he, he was like oh subject uh i don't know i think of something and i was like okay yeah so I think what what I'll revert to is uh, buildings in general, and I can show him some there buildings I really fucking hate, uh, because it's yeah. something that, that that just like doesn't matter what state I'm in, I'll I'll just shit all over them, and uh, there you go. however that mm-hmm. develops, that's fine.
1: Um, dc is also a loser and so he edits his podcast so this will be out uh officially like a week after right yeah um so but everyone should follow that podcast uh in in general extremely funny weird transgressive um i did a mediocre episode with them as well we've
0: done a couple of live streams with them and stuff like that so right yeah Uh, if you're into our food
1: food pods Mm -hmm. uh Yeah. yeah Which by the way, I think we're overdue for one.
0: Yeah, we should do another uh, another boys' night.
1: Um yeah, coming yeah. up for sure.
0: Uh so I got that going on. Um tomorrow night. Uh and uh, you know, the general thing. Join the Discord, uh talk to us. Uh I ship post on there all the time. Other people ship post on there all the time. Uh it's a good it's a good fun experience. Um and then uh the other thing i always say the benzo rehab dungeon is and always will be a free broadcast if you would like to support this project in any way whatsoever you can go to patreon.com benzo rehab dungeon donate as little or as much as you like um because i'm a shithead uh, i don't promise anything uh other than what we deliver every time um you won't get anything special. We don't have any uh, 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 like pay gates or anything like that. Uh, it's all the same thing. It's just whether or not you like us and you want to give something to us. Um, so
1: that's that. That's my spiel. Um, you Ask us nicely, and you're subscribed. Mike and I might show us uh, show your our uh, buttholes, but also we did make one promise for the Patreon. We did. This was a few weeks ago whenever i get a new couch i'll uh, post a picture of it.
0: oh well yeah i mean that's
2: like no.
1: i mean that goes without saying yeah right yeah. but if if you do subscribe to the benzo rehab patreon which all goes to you know things like equipment like these fancy things um you will in fact get a picture of whatever blown out <laughs> piece of shit couch i buy the
2: uh
0: the hot dog couch coming soon all right. Um, as always, uh, and sadly, without the final sign-off, I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. I'll oh, do okay. It. Bill John's role, I guess. Um, we love you. Please take your medicine.
1: Please take mine too.
2: Make sure to share with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. That's fucking
3: <laughs> And we're done.